Happy Prime Day, everybody, and welcome to the Grieved Podcast, episode number 146. I'm your host this week, Tiggs, and with me, as always, is my Alexa, Alex. Ordered more paper towels. <laughs> that joke Diggs. doesn't make sense unless you are here talking to us beforehand. <laughs> so as I like, I added paper towels to my shopping list using my Amazon Echo, and it won't let you remove anything. <laughs> well, also you're just trying to demonstrate how easy it would be to add something to one's list. Yeah, and then to show you how difficult it was to take it off. Like adding is super easy; it just does it immediately. Removing it, it's just like, I don't know what you mean. What do you yeah. mean? It's just, it's the opposite of add. God, maybe if I say subtract. Amazon, subtract paper towels from my shopping list. I subtract paper towels. <laughs> it added more! <laughs> really? It added more! <laughs> I can't wait until you come home tomorrow, and they're just pallets of paper towels, and the guy's like, hey, uh, use the Johnny Tigs, <laughs> the one who ordered all the paper towels, right? You saved out, you single-handedly <laughs> saved out paper towel company. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, God, Alex. How is, how is, happy Prime, Merry Prime Day. Like, yeah, uh, this is what I feel like, feel like is the, the world's holiday. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, I really did not buy much. Bought a travel charger and, uh, because it is an affiliated company, got a bag of crap off Woot. Nice, yeah. I, I totally forgot about, uh, the Woot Bag of Crap. So I've never won, or I, guess, I mean purchased, but it's sort of winning, uh, the Bag of Crap before. Yeah, uh, well, speaking of, of, of pallets and stuff, I was watching, after I bought one, I was like, you know, I never actually, I also had never gotten one uh, in like the four or so years I've been trying. And I was watching videos, and of course there's like ones where like someone gets home and uh, it was all Medal of Honor, Hell's Highway, a thousand uh, action figures oh. of the characters from that. Wow, that's a lot. They just could not get rid of it. He's like, I donated them, but... <laughs> Someone will get some enjoyment out of these. I was not going to. That's a lot. Ten, but, but for $10, you know what? I'm willing to get some dumb stuff. Like, I saw, like, there's a lot of times, like, koozies from, like, people's weddings. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'm sure. <laughs> and you know what? I, I feel like if there's not enough weddings I'm going to, at least now I can pretend I'm always at one. Um, we got a lot of weddings. Oh, I we just got a... my fucking fire stick to sleep. God damn it. <laughs> and you just bought a fire stick for the first time yesterday. I did. Before Prime Day. Prime Day. You know what? You wanted to make sure that they got all the proceeds from that. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Them in Best Buy. Oh my god, I don't know what. Such an idiot. It came in today, everyone's just like, go return it. I'm just like, the hassle of returning it is way more. Just don't care that much. I'll pay yeah. the extra 15 bucks or whatever it was. It's fine. It's fine. I have it a day. I have it a day early, so I can oh. enjoy it now. Okay. So, how many streaming devices do you have, or dedicated streaming devices? Let's say, not including, like a computer or PS4 or stuff like that. Uh, like a Chromecast, uh, Fire Stick, Roku, all those things. How many of those things do you have? Um, one. My Fire Stick. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's okay. All I got. Yeah. All right. Not too bad. Uh, because, I have, yeah, I've, got... I've, I've bought like I bought a Chromecast, but I, I gave it to my girlfriend, and we uh, uh-huh. use it over there. And I bought no, that yeah, I've only bought a Chromecast before, and and yeah, bought it over there. Yeah, I yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I uh, 
I just have a five fire stick Chromecast bought my parents a Roku. Nice. Yeah. Later, uh, a fire a Chromecast for like another TV, but yeah, I mean that was it. If you have more streaming devices than screens, there's something wrong, right? Well, to be fair, now that everything like everything has Netflix on it, that's true. You can't like, get Netflix. The fucking yeah, <laughs> my Amazon Echo has Netflix on it somehow. <laughs> I was just I was just watching uh, Lady Dynamite in my toaster oven. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Rip it for great in it. Let me tell you. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I just actually did just finish that last night. I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. Wait, really? Yeah. No, oh, nice. Cause it's uh, from Mitchell. It's uh, you know, got the rest development and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. I have to check that out. You know what I uh, watched last night was the night of. Someone was telling me about this the other day. How is it? It's actually pretty good. It was like you know, it's the first episode was like an hour and a half. Um. And it is pretty thrilling. This so this was this has been shelved for a couple of years. Like this was like James Gandolfini's last project, and they filmed the pilot, and then he died, and then they're just like, I guess we'll stop. Uh, and then they eventually like Robert De Niro was going to take over, but then uh, did not for scheduling reasons, and now uh, John Turturro is playing. Oh, he's got to get on that Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> Obviously. He's in the intern and Dirty Grandpa in like one year, so like, come on. <laughs> if both those movies were playing side by side, do you think you could tell which one was which? Ooh. Yes, only because I saw the intern in theaters. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> and how does he do as an intern? He does it pretty good as an intern, I'm not going to lie. There's surpri- like... Uh, uh, Durs from Workaholics, Workaholics is in it. Yeah, yeah. And so is um, uh, Adam Devine, also in it, I believe. Okay, <laughs> like, so okay so see Durs of Workaholics are in it. Uh, and, like, he has, like, this little clique of dudes. They're like, oh, they're the ragtag, lo- like, loser type of guys at the at the company that they're working at. And all their scenes are actually pretty funny. Uh, and then they have, like, a pseudo heist at one point, and that's actually pretty funny. Um, so... Okay, so you're saying... The Intern, Movie of the Year. Ten stars. Ten stars. Ten stars. Dirty Grandpa 2, The Intern. Dirty Grandpa 2, The Intern. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's interned again. Still dirty. Still dirty, still interning. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Alex. It has been two weeks. It has. We did so well. Do you, do you think those guys are ever going to get wedding dates? Do you think Do you think Matt and Dave, do you think they're going to get those wedding dates? Or? I... Matt and Kim, or Joe and Joe. <laughs> yeah, Matt and Kim. Matt and uh, Kim need wedding dates. Uh, uh, that would actually be. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Can we be that? That would be awesome. Um, I that is one that I'm just like I'm not going to go see this. I just, I just will not go. see But this. don't you need to know? No, I don't. It's based on like a true story, isn't it? <laughs> is it? Oh I God. Think so. Uh, uh, it looks really bad. It looks really bad. And then uh, Ghostbusters getting some pretty pretty bad reviews right now. Ooh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I was kind of holding out for hope that maybe it would be okay just to, like, shut up a lot of the people that were, like, overly evil about it. Yeah, sure. Because I, I think you would say, like, okay, this movie doesn't look great. Yeah. But I think would, like... You take it, like, to the, to the extremes that some of the people have. Yeah. Like, keep in mind, guys, there was once a uh, a Ghostbusters version that had, like, uh, like a gorilla. <laughs> that, that, hey, that's classic. 
there was like extreme Ghostbusters. Like, Ghostbusters has not always been a sacred property. No, it's definitely. been, it's been, it's been diluted as much as everything. And also, like, nothing's yeah, nothing's, nothing's sacred, sacred anymore. No, but I will say, like, after. Like, I saw, you know, when those initial stills came out, it was just like, eh, I don't know. And then that first trailer, I was just like, oh, God, uh, I don't, I don't think so. Like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I love, I love Paul Fegg, but I was just like, I don't, I don't know. How many times did you watch Spy again? Oh, my God, I still watch Spy. Like, that movie is amazing. Um, But, yeah, uh, watching the the first trailer, I was like, I don't. And then, like, seeing... It was almost as annoying, like, the outcry of people against it was annoying, and then the outcry of people defending it was just as annoying. Being like, alright, I get it. I get it that you're defending it, but, like, you haven't seen it either. So how about we just all uh, fucking wait? No, absolutely. And I think I think my thing was then, like, a lot of people were being, like, they had to make giant stances about not seeing it. Yeah, totally. Beforehand, because I think that, like, you could be like, alright, you know what? I'm not going to acknowledge this. Right. I love the original. That's my thing. Yeah. Because you know what? No matter what comes out, guys, original's still there. Yeah, it's, exactly. They haven't, they haven't redone it. They haven't uh, put breasts on Harold Ramis digitally. Yeah, right. They haven't, they haven't gone back and added, uh, like, weird CGI uh, uh, AT-ATs into the background of scenes. <laughs> Fuck, that would be awesome. <laughs> What if there was a mashup of this new Ghostbusters and the special okay. edition uh, of right. of A New Hope? So what if, okay, what if Rogue One? Yes. You get into the theaters, and it's like, there's the lady that's the, the we think is the protagonist. The and she's like, you know, another another British lady, and she's like, yep. all right, I gotta steal the, 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 the Death Star plans. You know what? I don't really feel like it. I'm just gonna maybe task rabbit this one out. <laughs> okay. And they end up being the ones to actually go there and do that. Totally into it. And then the whole thing is her, like, you know, trying to figure out how to, oh, shit, pay it on the app later. I okay. accidentally hit the mute button. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was wondering what happened there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that was just... A, that was weird. That was just all the fanboys DDoSing me at the moment. <laughs> uh, but no, um... So, also, speaking of Rogue, Rogue One, 70% of it has to be reshot? Yeah, and I like how they were like, it's alright, guys, it's totally cool. <laughs> I know, people are just like, oh, pe-. and then there's like this weird outcry of people, like like actual movie journalists being like, nah, things get reshot all the time. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Not this much of a movie. That's that's basically everything. I mean, at, at this like, point, we're getting Rogue Two. <laughs> like they're keeping the intro crawl and the ending credit sequence, and then everything in between has to get fucking changed. The weird thing is, we're gonna be in the theater, and then you know, like someone's gonna be in there with a camera, Gareth Edwards. Oh god, he's gonna be like, guys, this is going right up afterwards. <laughs> Stay in here. I'm adding this to the movie. Oh. Um, I, you know what? I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, I think that, like, it seemed like a lot of people were, were saying that, like, they had to reshoot a lot of Episode 7, and it was, like, the improv and, like, the, like, what was it? They're, like, not having a script is actually what made their, like, chemistry good between them. Okay. So, so I think they're maybe going they back like, and, like, getting rid of the script? Maybe they're like, okay, pretend you don't know what a Death Star is. <laughs> And you're at a laundromat. <laughs> and you're a <laughs> <No>. veterinarian. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, can we get a suggestion from uh, from the crew, please? <laughs> uh, mopeds! Alright, here you guys go. Go for it. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe the Death Star is filled with so many mopeds. <laughs> of course you can. I'm your father. No! <laughs> oh, God. See, it is Star Wars. What are we doing here on Tatooine? <laughs> We're not on Tatooine. Uh, <laughs> We're on Coruscant. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, like, this is, this is what I'm about. Meet my boyfriend, the Jawa. <laughs> Uh, because, like, after the first trailer of Rogue One, I was fucking that was, sold. Dude, that trailer's awesome. That, that trailer's, <laughs> like, and it, it, like, seems darker and all this other shit, and, like, it doesn't even seem like a Star Wars movie, which is, like, that's great. Like, I would love to just take, like, the universe of this and, like, just tell, a, like, a weirder, uh, like, side story. Oh, sure, sure. And, and now that they're doing all this other shit, it's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, who knows at yeah, this point? I know. Who knows? Speaking uh, of who knows, Alex, who knows what you've been playing but you? Oh, man, uh, you're all probably the biggest people that would look on the feed of trophies or anything that's I got. True. Yeah, well, that's also, yeah, you could totally do that if you wanted to. Uh, so, I realized we did not finish, like, one point we were trying to make on any of those things. So we, like, started like this, like, yeah, you know what, people on either side of this thing, and then got completely They're distracted. All bad. wait. <laughs> Yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah, we'll just go with everyone's bad. So anyway, uh, I don't think last week, there were some things I didn't cover uh, the other week during the halfies because Lord knows we couldn't fit it into those four hours. Um, <laughs> did, did we talk about Resident Evil beginning hour at all? I don't think we did, actually. Have you gotten a chance to play this thing? No, I have not. Or at least watch it or anything. Uh, I've watched some of it, uh, and I've like read a bunch of like weird stuff about it. Uh, what is this severed finger, etc.? Uh, I never actually found out what the, the doll or the mannequin finger does. Did you know? Um, I do not know. Not at this point, at least. Okay. Well, it seems... I st- I really want to play it. Like, it's sitting here... It's, it's 12 minutes long. I should probably just play it tonight. You should probably... It will not dig up. It's a, about the length of the Adult Swim show from, like, 10 years ago. It's about the length of the intro to this podcast... It's about the length of the setup to the, the those all those things you were talking about with no payoff. Yep, exactly. All right, yeah, that's what I like to hear. That's what I'm into. Obviously, that's what I'm into. Ladies. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, Resident Evil Beginning Hour. It it's a uh, it's obviously their influence by PT, like cool. like that's so many things are now. And yeah, that's totally fine with me. You know what? Like, I like the idea of the the playable teaser being yeah. something like that's like not necessarily going to be actual content yeah. in the thing that gives you an idea of it. Like, well, that that Dead Rising that did that, that was kind of fun to have like a prequel demo. Well, he's paid five bucks. It's not yeah, a demo. Yeah, you did have to pay five bucks for that. Um, but still. But uh, <laughs> actually, I'll be honest with you. It gave me all the Dead Rising I needed for a while. Yeah, I was able to wait till Dead Rising Two is on sale. I was I was totally happy, um, not actually playing Dead Rising after that, honestly, uh, which is weird to say, but it is totally true. Like Dead Rising, and coming 2, from someone that loves Dead Rising Three. Oh, Dead Rising Three is so fucking good, so fucking good, uh, and I'm excited for Four. I think Four looks kind of cool, but you know, who oh, was still very much asleep to that original. Dead Rising uh, formula of like you've got your time limit and you're really gonna have to stick to it. It 
was better, and I oh, liked the... It was the, definitely better. It was definitely better. It, it, I liked the, like, adding the weapon. Like, it, it, it was starting to embrace the goofiness of it yes, more. Like, true. it was kind of the Saints Row 2 okay. of the Dead Rising series. Okay. We're like, okay, this series could go one way or the other. This is the way it is going. Right. And that's totally cool. Like, it, it set it up. It's great. For it, Like, yeah, I think 3 was an amazing game. Like, if, if, no, if nothing else uh, got you to buy an Xbox One, like, close to launch, like, that should have been the game. Uh, is it weird that, like, one of my recommended deals on Amazon Prime Day is Inflammation Formula? That's weird. <laughs> like, what do you, uh-oh, do you know something I don't, Amazon? Probably. <laughs> First off, you need more paper towels. Second yeah. off, you <laughs> Damn it. Yes. I was hoping. I mean, all right, I'm just going to make the title of this episode more paper towels at this point. All right. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so, yeah, how scary is this? Um... It, it, the thing is, it is not really scary. So you are playing a guy, well, but not to say it's not good, because uh, I actually did enjoy it. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, short, but... it's not good. No, that's not what I'm saying. I like the setup a lot, actually. You're a guy that's going there to film a, like, ghost show. Okay. With a couple other guys, there's like the jerky little uh, host. There's like the the dollar camera like producer guy near the cameraman that's that's coming in. Okay. And uh, you're going to this house, and supposedly it's like some crazy hillbilly family. Okay. And they like murdered people or went nuts or or something. Yep. And they've got like some weird cult or something like that, and. Sure. You, uh, Make it starts off with, like, the whole thing is, like, VHS effects of yeah, stuff. Right, like, right, digital, right. like, like you're playing at some point, like, you're finding videotapes of what happened earlier, mm-hmm. and you're playing through those again. So that's, like, kind of a cool way to go through, like, the flashbacks and all that. Okay. Uh, but you're pretty much just exploring this house, and eventually, um, I imagine the patriarch of this family, uh, is the one that, um, comes in attacks you later on and oh, spoilers. you're just trying to find your way out yeah like well yeah yeah it's a 12 minute long thing yeah uh so yeah you're just trying to find your way out of this house and you're watching the tapes to uncover like stuff about the past and also like for instance hidden rooms okay. in the uh in like the cabin uh house there so it's like okay i watched this tape i was able to find out that there's a button here to go through here Right, okay. So there's a little bit of, like, and they definitely tried adding in some of, like, reminiscent of Resident Evil style, like, uh, like the text popping up for something like, this is a mannequin, like, you know, like, the old school Resident Evil look of, like, those menus and all that. They they, kind of put that in. Um, It's going to be curious, like, you're not someone that I would assume to be, like, fighting. You're not, like, a team of special ops people. Okay. So it doesn't look like I can't imagine like if they follow and like being a normal dude thing, I huh. can't imagine there's gonna be like rocket launchers and things like that. Like I imagine like pistols and you know low ammo or something or shotgun like you know basic stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, all first person and I had to say it was it was fun that way. Like I was actually more freaked out playing this the first time, kind of anticipating that something scary would happen. Right. Um. Than I actually did, but I I found it refreshing as like a different thing. And That's if they cool. find a unique way to at least either reboot or tie it in uh, to Resident Evil, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, totally. No, yeah, it, it looks 
It looks really cool. Um, I, I do need to play it, though. Uh, I, I guess that is, like, the main thing right now, is that I just need to uh, actually uh, get to it and, and play that shit. Yeah! Um, I mean, again, it's nothing like... It's not mind-blowing. It's not PT level. Like, PT had layers upon layers and, like, actually scary... Yes. Gameplay? Yeah, totally. This is much more basic. Like, okay. this, I like the style, and I like the way that it's going gameplay-wise. Um, a little bit more, like, you know, definitely taking off your, again, your, your PTs and your Amnesia's. Like, right. that's that's pretty much it. Uh, but, you know what? I, I'm curious, and I'm also curious to try this in VR, even though apparently this was making everybody sick. Well, you know, kind of makes sense, right? Well, no, because I guess the frame rate was too low. Oh, okay. Because Sony, I, I, I guess for the uh, the PSVR, because it's not, like, I guess quite powerful enough for, you know, to let it go, the frame rate be as crazy as it can be on PC. Right. I think they only let it go, like, like you can make it 60 and not like ninety, what I guess I guess like VRs should be. Okay. So, so people are having a lot of things like it gets like choppy and weird, and people are getting really sick. Okay. All right, not great, but you know, it's just it's still still early on. Like I'm, I doubt that. Well, maybe they weren't playing it on like the uh, the Neo and stuff like that. So maybe some some more. Um, I'm guessing that's why the Neo and all and the uh, Scorpio are going to be needed because we're going to end up with like as games get bigger, like you're trying to play like a big game like a Fallout 4 yeah. in VR. It's not like work. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so that was interesting. Not necessarily like crazy or groundbreaking, but interesting. Uh, another game that I, I played the other week that I didn't get a chance to talk about uh, was Layers of Fear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You picked this up on the Steam sale, right? I had. It yeah. was uh, $9 on there. Not bad. And uh, it's only, I'd say, about a four or so hour game. That's not bad. And it's, uh, you are a painter okay. that is trying to finish your kind of your, your magnum opus Ooh, here. Okay. And okay. Uh, something, and you're trying to figure out, like, something happened to your wife and all these things, and you're kind of piecing together what happened in this guy's life by walking around your house and everything is going crazy. Like, you'll walk into a room and the walls will start melting and, like, someone will start crying or something like that. And you've got a bad leg. Like, you got only have one leg that was, like, prosthetic. So, like, the whole time you're, like, moving, it's a first-person. It's, like, you're limping and things. And um, it's interesting in that way. Uh, I think the thing is that, like, for a longer game like this, like, it's kind of like, you know what, like, say what you will about uh, some of the shorter games that are, like, you know, mainly walking, like, they were sh- being shorter, like, they don't necessarily overstay their welcome. Right. I'm worried on this one, as I'm, like, three hours in, I'm like, I don't know how much more. <laughs> really? I, it's interesting. It's fun. It's cool. Like, it's cool. Like, there's lots of cool effects uh, there's, there's, like, some items and things, so there's, like, some light puzzle solving. Okay. That's fine. Um, but it's pretty good. Like, I, I, like, a lot of them are environmental as far as, like, okay, you gotta look through this to, uh, find this, and you gotta piece together, um, uh, what happened in this guy's past. 
Um, cool. Yeah, you're very much watch. Like it's it's actually this would be a great VR game if anyone's hacked it together because a lot of it is you watching crazy stuff. Okay. Like that is, I think that is the expectation you got to have going into this. That like, right. okay, I'm going to watch some crazy shit. Nice. And like, if you want to do that, like, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that sounds awesome. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's okay. Like I, I think I was maybe, I heard some good things. Uh, and maybe I had, I had higher hopes, but um, I like it. I uh, I saw it on the sale. I didn't pick it up. I want to check it out still. Uh, we still have to figure out our Steam sharing library thing. Yeah, you know what it is. Uh, we just need to each log on. Okay. On the others, and then what you do is you validate that person's existence. Computer. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So it's like. You'd be like, I'd log it on my, you know, on my MacBook, and then you would see, like, Alex's MacBook is listed as a computer that's been logged in on. Do you want to say that this is a family computer? Okay, that's cool. And then you you hit that, and then I have all your games. Nice. Wait a minute. I take them all. No! Okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we just have to do that at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, we have probably... Five to six hundred of the same, <laughs> but those other hundred. Yep. Mm, let me tell That's you, the stuff we need. Uh, yeah. So I mean, again, layers. Of I definitely recommend it on the sale. Like I'm, yeah. I'm totally happy paying ten dollars for it. Yeah, that's Absolutely. not bad at all. That's not bad at all. Uh, Cubert rebooted. Oh, I got this for two dollars. Is that too much? Probably. I love Cubert. You, you know what? Though, like right? it's got the classic Cubert on there. Okay. At least, um, but the controls are pretty bad on this. It's crappy, yeah. And because you kind of can't get like, like with the joystick on a arcade cabinet, you can really feel what direction you're putting Kubert going in, and you still fuck up. Like you still have him accidentally go off the sides a lot. Like when you get too overzealous. Right. On this, the sensitivity or something is insane because you will just. As Cubert is getting lowered back down, just accidentally like touching anything, he will just go right off. Okay. And repeatedly, especially when you're playing like the rebooted version, which I think is a pixel. This was a Pixels tie-in, as I learned when I I bought this, and was uh, it really? It, it got me a uh, Pixels theme. Nice. Uh, but totally worth it. Oh yeah, for that. All right. Nice. But as um yeah, in the rebooted one. Like, I would die five times in a row before I got the chance to react. Okay. And that's the what? music on the rebooted is just like, it is clearly like they just went to a royalty-free library and got, like, and video music. game music three. Yeah. And, like, it's bad. Like, and they try changing up, like, the board spaces more. And um, it's just it's just not, like, it's one of those, like, shitty... Like, remember there was a time that, like, uh, Xbox Live Arcade was kind of uh, crapping out some versions of, of everything? Uh, arcade games? Yeah, yeah, of everything. Yeah, totally. This is, like, probably sub those a little bit. Ooh, okay, okay. It's pretty bad. Like, again, like, if you've got a, if you got a nice joystick, I was actually thinking of, they had the uh, Hori fight stick for PS4. Oh, uh, on Prime Day today. Really? I only saw like the 360 fight stick that they had up. No, the the Hori PS one. uh, PS4 one's 100 bucks. Shit, that's awesome. Okay. Um, I don't know if it is still, but I saw it was a time deal this morning. Okay. Um, 
which would be I'm they they make good physics. Uh, but yeah, so if you have that, I'm sure this plays fine. Okay. But on on a regular gamepad, it's not just not the, it's not the way that you want to play Cubert. I was making just as many swears as Cubert does <laughs> playing this game because I was getting very frustrated takes. Yeah. And uh, it made me. It made me not even want. Like sometimes I'd be like, I just want to go to Barcade now. Right. I and just, just play this. Play I, was just, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't even feel like playing a classic game right now. Wow. The one thing I do like though is being able to hear all the samples from things. Okay. Uh, because they they could do just like it's a ROM rip for the regular Cubert. Right. And hearing hearing what the wrong ways actually say, and all that as they're coming up uh, yeah. from the bottom. That's just fun for me as someone that's played way too much Cubert. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, disappointing. Two dollars, probably not worth it. I haven't earned a single trophy. Uh, Ooh, you need that's a, a. That's the worst part. See, like if I got like a shitload of trophies right now, that's but it. You know what? Two dollars well spent. Yeah, exactly. For uh, for the classic Hubert, you got to make it to level five to get a uh, a, a trophy. trophy. And now level five means like it's all the stages within each level like you have to pass all those so it's like not just five levels in it's like 20 or 30 so it gets pretty hairy at that point shit and with these controls you ain't making it <laughs> don't even think about don't it don't even think about that shit uh i also got volume oh cool yeah uh, how, how do you like volume it's okay yeah it's, it's, totally it's right. not bad i got five bucks i feel good about that it's that's got cross save that's a good uh um, it's cross by as well right not just cross yeah, yeah yeah uh, you know Mike Bithold, the guy that made uh, I think every time I say his uh, Thomas was alone, I think every time I say his last name, it like gives me a lisp. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, so it's just a, it's like a straight up stealth game. Like you have you're doing like stealth stuff to like steal things. You're Robin Hood, right? You're Rob Loxley. Pretty much, although you're Robin Hood, right? You're stealing from rich guys. Yeah, they say so. Well, I don't know. It it might just be. Some bullshit training stuff, right? Like it, it's kind of well, a weird that's what story. The beginning that we're going... is. Oh, okay. I I only played ten levels or so. I think I made it a, about that, uh, and yeah, I wasn't really sure what the hell was going on. Um, again, I like like it's a very it's a pretty basic um, stealth game, but I think it, it it plays well, and I like the fact that like you start over right away. Yeah, it's not like fucking nice. Mirror's Edge Catalyst, <sighs> where if you die. Uh, how long are those? Um, is there load times? A good fifteen seconds at least. And keep in mind, like there are times too where if you die during a time trial, it will keep you in that time trial. So not only that, you have to press restart after the fifteen seconds to wait another fifteen seconds to restart it. Yeah, that's that's why I just didn't ever do the time trials. They fucking suck. We'll get there. We'll get there. I can't finish that game, ticks. Oh. I'm like four missions away, and I'm, I'm too annoyed. I know. Trust me, I know. I. We'll get there. We'll get there. I broke so, a controller, Alex. Did you actually break? I a actually broke a fucking controller. Oh, I wanted man. to save it for the podcast. I broke a fucking controller. I got so pissed off at this game. All right. Haven't uh, done it in forever. Years. Years. This game pissed me off that much. We'll get there. Uh, I, did, I, I talked about Stardew Valley the other week. Yes, you did. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the last thing I got, though, is Stories Path of Destinies. The most generic play- video game. The video game, game of playing. 
Okay, what is what is this? I I feel like I've seen this around. Was this on the Steam sale as well? Yeah, I tried to. I realized I was like, yeah, talking to you at the the Lightning Crab show. Also, oh, by the way, a fantastic job this oh, weekend. Thanks. Yeah, I watched a video from it. Wow, that was not great. Um, but oh, it, it, was it was fun. fun. It's always a fun. It's time. always a fun time. It's always a fun time. How did the, uh, how was it? How did the little Wayne go over? I loved. I loved it. Okay. Good. I think the few people that there was it was very funny. You could tell. Who had learned Little Wayne before in the audience? <laughs> in that very Bronx audience. That is, I think that the thing I like about Bronx Backyard, uh, this concert series that's in like uh, the North uh, Bronx. Is it's it technically Kingsbridge, yeah. right? Oh yeah, that, uh, is that Kingsbridge? I don't know where Kingsbridge so. starts, but it's, it's at Two Thirty First Street and Broadway at a pub so, called Mr. Magoo's. Mick Goose. <laughs> and Leslie Goose Nielsen, the ghost, shows up every time and says, "Remember when I was in this movie?" If only that's spelled differently. <laughs> we can't get sued then. Exactly. And he says, I wish I could sue you. Yeah. Oh, but I can't. If Leslie Nielsen's ghost was at my performance, uh, that, that would be... He's like Yoda nodding mm-hmm. like a blue ghost in the background. Or Obi-Wan. That's probably more appropriate. Or Mufasa just in the clouds watching down on me. All of them. All of them at once. Uh, so, this game is a, a, f- a little bit of a... a Bastion. Stories Path of Destinies. Yeah, uh, because it's like a storybook thing that you have a narrator of, and you're Ronaldo. He's like a fox that's living in this, like, storybook world that's got, like, some empire that the king went evil in. It's a lot and... like Bastion, but way closer. Like, the camera's yeah. are way closer. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, a little cel-shaded. Yeah, I like cel-shading. Yeah, Actually, and these so, enemies look really good. Got, got, got this for I think five bucks again, and this was on. Is this on Steam? PS4 was this on right now? Yeah, Steam PS4. Um, and so huh. you got the um, you know, you got the guy narrating everything you do. Like he'll be like, oh, you you take a lot of shots, at, break a lot of boxes and stuff. And be like, oh, the kid fell off the world. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because it's like I wasn't even <laughs> doing that. <laughs> That's weird. Huh? I'm sorry. I How would that be time. if they literally just took all the voice narration from Bash and just put it over this? Like, we just stole the yeah. files. No one will notice. <laughs> no one will notice. It's fine. Uh, so in this, you're picking uh, different paths, if you will, <laughs> to your destinies. And um, so you're trying to take down this evil empire. And you get to, like, one choice. It's like, okay, do you want to save one of your, friend or, uh, one of your friends or do you want to build a massive weapon? Do you want to turn over this uh, this lady that you used to be in love with? That's the emperor's daughter. Mm-hmm. Do you want to like turn her over, or uh, to and people to interrogate her, or do you want to like trust her? Ooh. And as you go through these things, so you play through the game a bunch of times, and like uh, or through stuff, and you can die. And then, as you die, it, like, rewinds back, and it's like, oh, it's all part of the story. But now you know what was right to do. So you Wait know, a minute. Okay. We're going to talk about a couple of games like this soon. <laughs> so you're like, okay, this person's a traitor. Maybe yeah. you should, you know, do so this thing. So there's, like, a bunch of different branching paths, and you can, like, go back and choose one and then start down that one and, like... Oh my god, Dio's actually bad, or something like that. Pretty much. Okay. But there's also, like, a dungeon crawler type game on top of that. That actually feels pretty good. I like the Tag sound of flash. all of this, honestly. This sounds awesome. I actually, like, really like this game. It's really, like, like it's it's not, like, a perfect game or anything like that. Like, 
by any means, but it's like a solid like B like t- like it's like you know in between like tiny indie and triple A like it's one of those like solid downloadable games. If this is part of a summer of arcade in like 2011. This would be a beloved game. Yeah, no, this looks. That's the way like I feel about it. Like I like it a lot. I want to check this out. I really want to check this out. And it's cool. Like the like, the writing's pretty good. And uh, because and it's all read to you by the same narrator guy too, so he's like actually got the voices, so it's got like kind of like a, a nice audible feel to it. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and again, like uh, all the gameplay uh, feels nice. It's a, it's a nice kind of cross section, and it actually it's not afraid to go dark on things too. Like the beginning, you're like trying to stop this kid from like taking the this the book. To like the rebels, this kid gets like fucking turned to ashes and like killed right in front of you. You're like, oh god. Okay. Okay. Sure. So, so it goes there, much much like Degrassi. Um, but I'm actually like, like, it's it's a surprise game that like flew under the radar because it has the worst title. That is not that. Like, I literally thought this was going to be like a random JRPG. Like, one that, like, didn't even, like, oh, yeah, they it's, like, you know, Dragon Sign 7, The Call of, like, Horror like, or something like that. This could be, like, a Tales of spinoff. Right, yeah, it looks like, yeah, yeah, it totally, um, I'm trying to think of, uh, the games that, like, it's reminding me of Bastion mixed with, uh, Dust, an Elysian Tale. Yes. And that's that, actually pretty apt. Uh, and that... Sounds really cool. Yeah, because it is a it is the combo based system. Okay. So you're like you're 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 fighting guys and you've got like dodges. You got like um, rolls. There's like three different skill trees or so. Like there's a bunch. Of, like there's there's a lot of stuff. This sounds. Really and there's like cool. an upgrade system, crafting stuff. Like it's actually it's pretty deep. Okay, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna pick this up. Uh... Totally worth it. Like or even like add to a wish list and wait like because. I don't know if it's worth, like, again, paying up for $5, That's I'm, like, ecstatic. I'm, yeah. like, this is great. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it is at the $20 mark or whatever it is now. It's, like, thirteen fifty on their website. Okay. That's, that's, that's bad. not bad. That's yeah. not bad at all. Uh, I might I might do that. Yeah, I might wait for it to be, like, 10 maybe. But I don't know. Everything you're saying about this really sounds like it's, like, right up my alley. It, it I could totally see that. Like, it's totally likable, and I, I feel like it's one of those games that, like, you hear people, like, mention, and they talk about it, and be like, oh, give it a chance. But because you can't freaking tell what it is. Yeah, Like, right. even, like, the cover, the, like, there's nothing descriptive about this. No, you just see a fox with a giant sword, which, by the way, awesome. But, <laughs> like, I'm into that. Don't get it's me wrong. right there. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, if you had to pick a persona, that, that's well, up there. Yeah, that's just, that's... Possibly the number one. Uh, no, this looks really cool. I'm gonna. I'm adding this to. Do I have to? Yeah, I have to log into Steam, so I can add this onto my uh, wish list. But a pleasant surprise. Nice, nice. And I guess this brings me to my last game. Wow, already done? Yeah. Oh God, stupid Steam two-factor authentication. Right, hold on. Oh, what do you gotta put in a text? You gotta text him something fun. I just, like send him, send him an emoji. I have to fucking open up the Steam app on my phone so I can get the code so that I can actually use Steam. They don't email you the code? No, there there is that as well. Well, that's only like, oh, your first sign-in, but I have it set up so it's like it always asks me. Wow. And I don't know why I decided to do that. I feel like, I feel like you maybe got a little paranoid. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, there's no reason. Um, add to my wish list. Okay, last game. Let's hear it. Takes 
did you know that there's a revolution going on right now in this world? Wait. And it is Wait. taking over everything. Wait. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. Takes. I know what you're it's happening, now. and it can't unhappen. It's happening all around you right now. You could be living it. There could be people wandering the streets near you, yeah, like zombies <laughs> feeding off the world. Wait. I'm talking about Pokemon Go. So when you said... Did you know there's a revolution happening right now? I was like, you got the new Homefront game? Homefront the revolution. <laughs> I was yeah. about to freak the fuck out and be like, how is it? Is it terrible? Yeah, Pokemon Go, tell me about it. Because I haven't played it, and I kind of refuse to at this point. I know, and I can understand that because it's one of those things that, like, when you're deep in it, you're having a great time. But if you're not, I can imagine it's the most infuriating thing in the world, especially hearing, like, people that are just like, I gotta, uh, there's an Eevee on your head, and right. you're just like, I'm trying to, like, do my grandmother's funeral, <laughs> like, do you have to? Why do you have this out at my grandmother's <laughs> Yeah, this is, can you at least turn AR off? Nope. <laughs> so, this is a augmented reality, yes. uh, map-based Everything Pokemon about it sounds game. cool. I will say that everything about it sounds really cool. I will tell you why I do not want to get into it after you tell me why it's so awesome. Okay, so uh, this company, uh, Niantic, um, took an app they had, I think it's called like Field Trip or something, that pulls in uh, map data and like brings in landmarks and yeah, all these things around you. In, in, in some, I don't remember what it was called, but I think I actually played that uh, very briefly. Uh, but so Nintendo was like, fuck it, we're just going to buy this thing, throw Pokemon skin on it, and drive the world insane. Which, you uh, know what, because... makes total sense. So, it is, it's very simple, you, um, you start it up, you get some Pokeballs, you start walking around the world, there are landmarks that are Pokestops, which are places you get close enough to them. You spin a little disc, and you get some items, some random items. You might get a few Pokeballs. Okay. You might get a revive, a potion. Uh, if you're lucky, maybe you get, like, you know, something good like a raspberry or something like that, but I don't think those only come when you level up. Um, what do raspberries do? But so as you walk around, you get close enough, you'll see, like, you know, you'll see the, uh, the leaves kind of rustling as you would in a Pokemon game to give you an idea okay. that uh, there's something nearby. And uh, you get close enough to it, you see a Pokemon around you, you tap it, mm -hmm. it goes into an AR camera, uh, you move the camera around to find it, and then you proceed to uh, just swipe Pokeballs up at it and try to hit it and capture said Pokemon. Each one's got its combat power. Um, they give you candies as you catch them. Of course. Uh, and you use those candies to uh, evolve your, your better Pokemon. And and then there are gyms, which are like special Pokestops that you battle over. Uh, and those ones, uh, you've got teams. There's uh, red, yellow, and blue. And oh shit, Snorlax just took over the gym near me. Um, Fucking Snorlaxes, man. Gotta be careful of them. Uh, yeah, and uh, you can pick three of your Pokemon to battle there. Okay. And uh, you take them over uh, for your team to try to take over... The, the, the Pokemon world. It's great. Like, it's it's so simple in terms of its collection. Yeah. 
and the fact that like you get like when you get something like I got a a magmar yesterday. It's my highest one. Combat uh, level of uh, you know four ninety six or so. It's fine. Uh, but getting that yesterday after getting um like you know a a shitload of uh you know god zubats that are it's all that's around me. Like I felt so great having that and like it it's really good like. The, the carrot and the stick thing is like genius of this and it's getting people out say what you will about it mm-hmm. it is getting people out and moving because I have walked probably more than I normally would have because of this game I don't and, do not doubt that at all and uh, when Andrew and I went to a, a comedy show on uh, Friday and walking back from it we were just holding up our phones and finding things like idiots and people were stopping in the street and being like what's around here like, oh, Pidgey's over here. And they're like, oh, gotta get them. Like, it's bringing people... There's a, I guess, a meetup planned for this weekend in Central Park that they're expecting, like, a... Like, a, literally, they're expecting, like, a thousand people to go to. Okay. It is a thing. I'm looking right now that you can use lures at the Pokestops. It'll bring Pokemon there. Right. Um, And you can use your incense with that. So you get all the... Po- oh, man, there's a trifecta of Pokestops right now using... Uh, lures near me. Mm-hmm. It's taking everything not to just run and find those. Um, and yeah, as you walk, uh, you hatch eggs that uh, give you new Pokemon as well. So it's getting you out there. It's making you walk around and do things. It's a, it's the secret best uh, fitness app that I've ever used. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Take it from someone that's used no fitness app. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So... But 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 why you hate? Why hating? So we live in New York, Alex. The greatest city that ever lived. And if there's one thing that annoys me more than anything else in New York, it's while I'm it... walking and having people walk super fucking slow and not pay attention to anything around them and not realize that they're crowding the fucking sidewalk. And instead of it being just tourists now, it's, it's everyone. Everybody. And so, like, I'm, I'm, like, walking uptown yesterday and just like, oh, my God, this person's going so goddamn slow. They must be sending a text message. They're on their – nope, they're playing Pokemon Go. Going to lunch today, I'm just like, oh, my God, I have, like, five minutes to get to lunch. Oh, these people are on their phones. Oh, they're playing Pokemon. It is just like – I'm like, I can't be one of these annoying people. I can't do it. Like, it is, it is, um, it is so infuriating to be behind these people that are playing Pokemon Go. Like, this Central Park meetup thing, perfect. That sounds awesome. Like, that sounds like a really cool thing to do and everything like that. But the fact that it is, like, changing... It is it is affecting my goddamn life in a negative way. And that is just keeping me away from... Like, I can't do it. Oh, I guess uh, one of my friends was uh, walking behind a, a couple that was fighting the other day. Oh, God. And apparently, the, uh, the, the, the girlfriend in the situation was trying to talk to the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, have a serious conversation. And he was too busy collecting Pokemon. <laughs> and he's like, listen, baby, I love you, but there's Eradicate right there. And it's like Eradicate. Who cares about Eradicate? You just need that XP and those candies. All right. I mean, I mean yeah. I'll, but... And also, it is inspired. Um, there's a whole, I guess, uh, subreddit of uh, of sex pics with these I... as it uses the AR camera. Yeah. Uh, and, yes, there's... There have been lots of not safe for work things to do with this, too. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. I'll let Colm find those on his own. Hey, Colm. Hey, Colm. <laughs> um, 
So did you also see, you have an iPhone, right? Oh, I do. Uh, did you sign in with your Google account? Yes, it fucking takes all your information, right? <laughs> so apparently they're patching that out soon. Uh, that was supposedly a mistake, uh, and that it's not actually doing that, but... Like, if someone could backdoor into your iPhone, into your Google account from this somehow, you are fucked at that point. Like, that is messed up. That's a big oversight. To be fair, I really don't have anything they'd want. I mean, but wait, what about all those documents that we share for the Google oh, that's podcast? True. <laughs> no, how are they going to know what games I played in 2014? Exactly. Those, that's all still up there. So... Yeah, it, absolutely. There's this game. I love that this has already been used for good, maybe. Uh, as like, I see like stories like, oh, how Pokemon Go got me a date and all these things. Sure, there's all those cute things, really? but I love how much it's already been used for evil. Like, there's the nine people that got mugged That's by people that are just like, let's just find all the Pokestops. Yeah, and find idiots that aren't paying attention at late at night. That's really weird. That's actually. But then there's also, you hear the stories of like, oh man, I couldn't sleep at like 3 a.m. So I went out and I saw, and I was like walking around the park and I caught a Pokemon and then I saw these two dudes across the park and they saw me and they're just like, hey, we found a Pokemon over here. I was like, oh shit, that's awesome. And then like they ran over and they're like, go and catch a Pokemon. And then the cops show up and they're just like, are, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And they're just like, oh, we're, no, we're not doing anything nefarious. This is, we're playing Pokemon Go. And then they, like, explain it to the cops, and the cops end up downloading Pokemon Go and start playing it. Awesome. Awesome. I love that this thing is so much like, the mayor had to put out a tweet about this. Did he really? I did not see that. Yeah, he had to be like, alright guys, it's cool, but be careful. Yeah, someone caused, like, a traffic accident, didn't they? They're, like, chasing a Pikachu or some shit into traffic on, To be fair, I have not found a goddamn Pikachu, I'd do that in a second. (laughs) I'd kill you all, I would kill you all (laughs) Like, that is not a debate, Tiggs. I would 100% like it. I love that there was a 10-year-old girl that found a dead body. And you know that she's like, like, she's like, this is going to traumatize me, but I fucking need this Growlithe. Is that what she found? She found a Growlithe? No, I don't know. Uh, There was one of those in my room last night, though. Really? Yeah. So weird. It's so weird. There are some there are things that are really cool about this. There, but then like, the thing is, is that when I'm playing games on my phone, usually in the bathroom, <laughs> not sure. to find any Pokemon where I can't get some GPS. But uh, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I, I mean, it's got, you know, it's it's got its potential as far as it's like a big world thing. Like, you know, who knows what the legs on this will be in a month when like people right. don't want to walk around as much like the novelty right now it's you know think about the people that played reddit because it's the original pokemon on this one right and like imagine those people that played that or had the cards or watched the show that are now you know 25 to 30 right and who had maybe seen pokemon a long time and this is catching on totally and are having that nostalgia rush yeah no totally like who knows how long that lasts especially when it comes to having to walk around I mean, I like the idea of, of, like, getting out and walking around some more. I will say that, because I haven't been able to do that in a very long time. And that sounds really cool. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like if I was living in the suburbs, this would be fucking cool as hell. But living in the city, I feel like I'm, like, A, I am annoyed by people, and I would just feel like I was one of those annoying people. Oh, a 
hundred percent. But I think the ma- the amount of Pokestops here is like during <laughs> during your show, your show is next to a Pokestop. Oh, I got like a hundred Pokeballs that day, and like people have been running out. I've got one hundred fifty five sitting here right now. I'm good for days. What level Pokeball? Uh, there, there's not levels on the Pokeballs in this. Oh. You do have a level. You have a personal level uh, that will attract you higher level Pokemon. I thought higher level Pokemon were harder to catch. You needed special balls, no? Uh, maybe eventually. I okay. haven't gotten there yet. I'm only level eight. That's what. See, that's what one of the kids at, that I work with uh, is level eight. And that's what he was telling me. So you know what? I'm gonna call bullshit on him tomorrow. I have not seen said thing. I cannot speak to that. Um, I'm looking at my items though. They've not given me anything. There's uh, yeah, cameras, incubators, raspberries, layer modules. Yeah, yeah, nothing like that. Yeah. Again, yeah, uh, it seems cool. Really does seem cool. I I feel it, like it just eats up your battery. Oh, ba- battery data, I have to imagine, are getting destroyed by this. Like, and think, like, you can buy coins and all this. They have to be making a mint right now. And not only that, like, so this already has more users than Tinder. Oh, it's the number one, like, it's beating Snap, like, it's beating everything right now on and the Last I heard, iTunes. it was almost, it almost had more users than Twitter. I'm not sure if it has surpassed Twitter, but this is only released in the United States at this point. It's five days old now. It five, just days five days old, old, only in the U.S., hasn't released in Japan yet, hasn't released in Europe yet. This is, the uh, uh, Nintendo's stock uh, has, has it's, it's at like a year high, like it's the highest it's been since, uh, since Iwata passed. Like, this is insane. Oh, there's also, an update. A brill- oh, God. All right. Right. No, but there was actually a lot of uh, server issues and a lot of people saying that you would uh, be like one hit point away from taking a gym and it would crash. Ooh, that's depressing. So it, it, uh, it figled, it, it's fixing the Google account scope on this update. Good. So Good. Yeah, that should be fixed. <laughs> All right. So I'm, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> Shit. Maybe I'll try it at some point. You know what? I say next time you're somewhere that's like a little more open air, like if you do go end up in Central Park or yep. Astoria Park or whatever, I'd say like, you know, be like, all right, try it for an hour. Yeah, see how I like it. And, and, and see how you feel. Like if you want to do it somewhere away from, you know, that's not like Times Square. Right. Although which is already annoying. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Pokemon Go, it is taking over the world. It is, um, Skynet, like, if this is, again, like, it's, if this is a secret weapon to, like, make us vulnerable for some sort of, um, you know, I don't know, Red Dawn-style invasion. Yeah, it's working. They've done it. It's working. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Also, did, did McShane text you about, uh, the Dinosaur Junior show? He did, yeah, it's tonight, right? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to go to that. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, no. Although there might be some Pokemon there. Shit, what if there's a Pokemon on Dinosaur Jr.? That would be awesome. Jay Maskus just has, like, a fucking Pokemon right on top of him. What if that's where Pikachu's hanging out? He's hanging out with Jay Maskus. Fuck, don't tell me these things, Tiggs. <laughs> don't tell me these things. I'm, You know I'm, I'm going to be watching, like... Again, I'm going to be, like, after this, I was, like, originally going to, like, order Seamless. But I was like... I'll walk and get a burrito. Oh, okay. Huh. That's just all right. All right. You know what? Hey, if it's getting you out of the house, then that's a, that's a net positive. This is a net positive for Pokemon Go. Tiggs, 
I might not be catching many Pokemon with my net in my apartment, but tell me what you've managed to snare as far as games to play. Wow. Um, okay, yeah, I've been playing a couple things. Actually, I finished up a couple games, and I've been playing some other ones. Uh, so let's start off. Let's start off with the down note of Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Okay. Uh, so I was just like, it was. I forget what day it was. I was just like, I'm just gonna sit here and I'm just gonna play Mirror's Edge until it's done. And dude, like it is up until like mission twelve, I I really did enjoy a lot of things about this game. Everything except for the combat in this game is actually is pretty good, but the combat just feels so out of place and so awful uh, that like you know you do get those higher level enemies um, and all and you just like wait to attack, strafe around, hit him in the back, wait to attack, strafe him in the strafe around, hit him in the back, wait to attack. Yeah, that's and, a sport. And, and, and it's like, and it's not like three, four, five hits. It's like. 12 hits and it's just like it is it's grueling and, and sometimes like there was again rolling like, oh, dave was there oh god um and there was like the family matters uh i, I was in this room with i think there's probably like 10 10 12 guys and then i was like I, I obviously can't do this so i'm just gonna try and run through it and i would just like i got into a point where i would just be getting juggled by guys where like uh they would knock me i would hit the ground as soon as I would get up, the next guy would hit me over again. I would be on the ground, and I wouldn't be able to do anything. I couldn't, I couldn't strafe out of the way. I couldn't do anything. I was just, like, caught in this pattern. And I just started... I got so fucking frustrated uh, with this game. And again, a game that I actually really enjoyed up until, like, these last two, three missions. And the last mission is actually not bad. The last mission is pretty cool. I mean, you were saying that it was almost... Number ten, right? Yeah, it was. It was going to be number ten. Like I was, I I like the design of it. I like the like. I still think that the traversal of this game feels better than the traversal of like most other games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But no, dude. The like the forced combat in this game drags it down horribly. And like, if there are ways to just like get around the combat, and you know, there kind of are at some points. But like, it's one of those things where I had to restart a checkpoint. Probably like twenty five times, and as we were saying, the load times in this game are fucking abysmal, uh, and, and so that was just like it, it just it completely soured me on it uh, at that at at that mission. Uh, I I had to everything in my power to not just take the disc out of the system and snap it in half. It's like I'll show this game, and I didn't do that. Uh, well, what was the mission again? I think it's called Family Matters. Okay, I think cause... it's mission thirteen. I can't remember. I've got I've got three or so achievements left in story progression. You might be on that mission now, then. Uh, I yeah, think I'm, not have, I'm not having any fun right now, so probably. Yeah, no, the fun sort of dies around mission 12, maybe mission 11, something like that. But uh, but before that, I was having, a, like, right before the halfies is, like, everything up until that point, I was like, oh, man, this is just a good, this is a lot of fun. And then after the halfies, when I, when I kept playing, it was like, nope. Nope, not at all. Don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I, uh... <laughs> I think that, like, again, the... the the actual, like, traversal, the mechanics of it yep. feel really good. And I get that that's why you play Mirrors. Like, I understand that that's the main reason to play it, but I think that, like, the open world, maybe, is what dragged it down, as far as them trying to get amb- ambitious with stuff, but not knowing what to do. Yeah. Because I feel like, like going around the world is fine. Like collecting totally. some stuff. Like going from mission way to mission. Way too collectibles. Like we were saying last time, way too many fucking collectibles. But like, 
guess what? Like, all the missions that you do, they're just going to be, like, running stuff. And, like, some of them are fine. Like, the dashes, I think, are okay. The ones that are, like, you're trying to get the most stars. Sure, yeah. But for me, I'm like, that could have just been a separate menu mode that you yeah. go to. Yeah, no, no, totally. Like, I it, think it does feel hacked on. I kind of feel like, okay, just, like, maybe, like, have the user generated and all that stuff in, like, a separate area and just make this game, like, level-based again. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been better that way, but... I agree. No, a, a level-based system for this would have been better. Also, getting rid of all the combat would have been great. Um... Yeah, I mean, I see, really I see like their that. idea with the combat that like, yeah, totally. oh, it's based on directions and you jumping and doing stuff. Like they got rid of the guns at least from the first one. Sure, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The guns yeah. sucked, but this isn't much better, if at all. Yeah, no, I yeah, no, no totally. Um, definitely a lot of things that just drag this down from what could have been like a solid, a solid game to just like no, I, I want this game out of my life. Yes. Have yeah. you turned traded in yet? Not yet. It's sitting. It's it's sitting here, and I'm going too soon. Um, I actually have a bunch of games to trade in, so I'm just going to trade them all in at once. Um, Again, I'd recommend taking that one to Best Buy. Twenty seven dollars. That's that, not but... bad. That's actually pretty good, man. That's a pretty good price because yeah, GameStop's like fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was also on the Amazon sale today for thirty. So. Oh jeez. Um. So. Let's talk. Hmm. All right. Before we get into some of the the game, another two games that I finished, let's talk a little bit about Box Box Boy. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, Box Box Boy came out, the sequel to Box Boy, uh, and it is it is an adorable. It is it is very much Box Boy, uh, but now you can you can lay uh, two sets of boxes out. That's pretty much oh. it. That's, that's, the, that's the big difference. They changed the game. <laughs> they totally changed the game. Now. Um, I, I like Box Boy a lot, and this is, you know, it, it is very much more the same. Uh, the, I have, I'm like about six worlds in right now, uh, so about halfway, and it's a lot of fun. And it's, you know, it's a very, it's still a very cute and charming uh, puzzle platformer uh, where you're going around just dropping boxes uh, and, or, you know, tr- to either platform around things or to hit switches or to like, uh, connect battery type things or to like block lasers and all this other stuff. You know, you're using boxes to get around the obstacles of the world. Uh, you have a set amount of boxes that you can drop uh, in, in each uh, set of bo- uh, boxes that you do drop. And that's cool. Uh, I do think that the addition of the second set of boxes, it adds something more. But it, and if, if it wasn't a $5 game, I would have been like, come on, this should have just been like an add-on to the first game. But it is literally just the price yeah. of what an add-on would have been. So I think, like, if you like the original Box Boy, that this is totally worth uh, picking up. Uh, you know, the first couple stages are pretty easy. And then, like, literally, I was just like, I don't know how to... I don't... what? How do I How do I complete this puzzle? This is crazy. Uh, there, there's definitely been a couple of head-scratching moments so far, which is, you know, uh, really good. And, again, like, uh, getting some good use out of the 3DS this way, it's been a good year for the 3DS, I think, uh, overall. And... Yeah, I I do recommend box uh, box box boy a lot. I'm definitely I, I'm gonna finish this one uh, again. Like probably like six more stages I think left to go, and All it's, right. it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun uh, and very cute. Much in the same. I mean, but again, it is very much this the first game with just like there's a little bit of a new mechanic, and here are a lot of the similar tropes that you saw in the first one, uh, but now you got more boxes to drop. 
Okay, well, uh, did, I forget, did this come out of anything else? No. Like, was it a PlayStation Mini or something, like the first one? Was it really? I don't know about that. I might have made that up. You might have made that up. But, uh, if it, if it was, that's cool. But no, I, I think this, no, because this is Intelligent Systems, I thought. Isn't it? Oh, okay, that's right. Um, cool game. Still, still a cool game, I guess. Uh, again, and for five bucks, dude, like it's well worth the five dollars. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else did you uh, manage to All right. cap off? Let's t- okay. So cap off. We want to talk about some games that have finished. Let's talk about Virtue's Last Reward from two years ago. Oh, that's right. I was about to say that's not the new one. Nope, that is not the new one. That is the that is the second in the Zero Escape series. After nine 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 came Virtue's Last Reward. Uh, and then came Zero Time Dilemma, which I will talk about right after Virtue's Last Reward. Uh, Virtue's Last Reward, uh, after finishing Zero Time Dilemma, I was like, man, I need to go back and play that. Uh, so I did, and I finished it, and I platinumed it. And Damn. I do not like Virtue's Last Reward anywhere near as much as I like Zero Time Dilemma. Really? I okay, and how, and how about 999? How did that, that stack up, too? I've never actually finished 999. Okay. Uh, but I, you know, they're going to be porting that to the Vita. I still have my DS copy of it, but um, I feel like I'm going to have the exact same issues that I have with, with you know, because I've, I've played like a couple hours of 999, and my issue was, I guess it, it's the visual novel format where everything is so fucking long-winded, and like, I'm sitting there playing Virtue's Last Reward, I'm like, tapping the screen just to get through all the dialogue, and it's literally yeah. just multiple versions of dialogue that are just ellipses. I'm just like, okay, ellipses, 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 ellipses. Can somebody say something fucking meaningful? And, like, and, again, like, I think that the characters in Virtue's Last Reward probably way better than, are way better than the characters in Zero Time Dilemma. But, getting through the story is such a fucking slog. And it's, everything is slowed down by the text. Um, And a lot of the text is super interesting, but then there's a lot of it that just, like, even when you can eventually skip text, like, so much of the text is still repeated that you can't skip, and it's just annoying, like, every time you finish a, uh, an escape room, and granted, there are only, like, 16 of it, but every time you, you finish an escape room, your character says, three, two, one, like, no, just unlock the fucking door and let me out of the room. Yeah, I feel like I only actually beat, I liked it. But it's I only good. beat it's it good. about three or so, like, cycles through. Yeah, and and I think that the uh, the rooms, the actual escape rooms in a uh, virtual Last Reward are probably are well, no, they're they're harder than the ones in Zero Time Dilemma for sure, uh, and so that's cool and, and like very challenging and everything like that. But fuck, dude, just getting through all the text, you're just like, okay, guy, I get it, but it's just so long winded, and that really dragged it down for me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like though it's been a while for these, I have to imagine that going back to Zero Time Dilemma, you must have been. And guaranteed, I jumped. To go. Yeah, I jumped right into Zero uh, into Virtuous Road right after I finished Zero Time Dilemma. Yeah. Zero Time Dilemma, however, is fucking awesome. I loved it. Um, it is, so what? What makes it so much better? I I think it's so okay. So here's. The give and take of it is that I, I think that uh, Virtue's Last Reward, right? Uh, I think that the art style of Virtue's Last Reward uh, is better than the art style of Zero Time Dilemma, which is like a more of a 3D cinematic approach. However, and, and like Zero Time Dilemma, janky as shit sometimes. Like, like I remember really? like uh, watching a cutscene and like 
one of the characters' ponytails just, like, flickering on and off the screen the entire time. <laughs> like, kind of weird. But the fact that it's, like, this fully voice-acted cinematic approach that's going on just had me, like, more engrossed into what the story was doing. And it felt like I wasn't, like, when I did have to go back uh, and, like, go back into a different timeline, um, I, I was... N- I never felt like I was re-watching the exact same shit over again. Like, I felt like I was watching very similar scenes, but, like, different enough shit was happening. And, like, a lot of it was... And, like, a lot of the reveals fucking, like, blew my mind. That that made me, like, go back and, like, have to re-watch other scenes. Um, And, and you know, very similar where, you know, you, you're playing through this game, you get to one ending, and then you have to, like, go back, and, you, and, you, and there's, like, a flowchart of all the timelines, uh, and you choose a different one to go through, uh, that, or, like a, uh, like, a starting point, and then you, like, make a different decision, and then you'll end up going down a different path of that timeline. And, sure, so it's maybe a little bit more than just having a couple different people in your party, and... Right, and because, like, the thing in Zero Time Dilemma is that when you start this game, there are three set parties, and, uh-huh. like, depending on where you are, you are with these people the entire time. So you're never just like, oh, I'm with Dio this time. Oh, uh, I'm with Luna this time. Ronnie James Dio? Oh, man, if only, dude. If only Dio was Ronnie James Dio, everything would have been okay. Dio's a dick, by the way. But uh, in VLR, that is not the actual Dio. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> but, no, I think that, you know, there is some really just insane stuff that happened in Zero Time Dilemma that maybe if you if you do or you have finished VLR and all that other stuff and you're super into the story uh, playing through this you're going to be like yeah I've seen a lot of the stuff already and maybe that was that was th- something that like really took away from VLR for me was that like right after playing Zero Time Dilemma I jumped right into it and there's a lot of similar stuff happening but uh, I don't know like everything about uh, ZTD just dragged me into the point where like I just I couldn't stop playing it was like 2 a.m. And I was like, I'm on the last ending. I need to see what the fuck happens right now. And huh. like, and then the ending of VLR is just like, it's 50 years in the future, and we're on Mars. Like, what? Wait. That's the true ending of VLR. Is like, oh, it's not actually 2029 like we thought. It's actually 2074, and we're on Mars. Okay, so it seems like it goes places. Uh, but it doesn't actually like earn any of that shit. And then, but like, I feel like the zero time dilemma ending. It's actually like the first the first fucking time that you that it like shows you like what's been going on this whole time. You're just like bullshit. And so I went to Reddit, and they're just like, no, check it out. If you go back and rewatch a lot of this shit, uh, you will see this, this, and this that have been foreshadowing this the entire time. And then there's even like moments when I was wa- when I was playing the game, and I'd be like, who are these characters talking to right now? Like, like or what are they talking about? And then it's just like, oh, I forgot this one piece of information that they told me in the beginning of the game that changes everything. This is crazy. Like, it fucking, it was awesome. It was so fucking awesome. Like, if huh. if, if you were to, like, uh, like really get into it and finish this thing, we should we would probably have to have a spoiler cast of it. Um, yeah, I, I need to go back. I need to, first off, go back and play a few more Virgin's Last Reward just to get back into it. But then I, I definitely want to pick that up. Actually, I, did you end up getting that digitally or, or a physical copy? Yeah, I just got it digitally. The physical physical stuff has been uh, pretty rough, apparently. Anybody who like got it on Amazon and stuff like that, like it still hasn't even shipped out for a lot of people. 
uh, like the watch, like it was supposed to come, like a limited edition was supposed to come with like watches or some shit, and those still haven't shipped, and they're like all broke in shipment, <laughs> like every single one broken shipment somehow. Like there's there's some crazy shit going on with that. Really? Uh, Are they at least like refunding people? Uh, I think uh, Amazon gave you like a credit or something like that. Um, but oh, yeah, man. It, it seems. There is a harrowing story of people who ordered this physically, but no, I, I picked it up digitally, um, as I do most video games at this point. Uh, just, I don't know, I just I like having all, all the games at once. But no, uh, man, I really fucking like Zero Time Dilemma. Like it, it was like again, like I when I originally picked up nine nine nine, there was the text part of it that was like just bogging me down, just made me stop playing. The same thing happened with VLR, even though I, I like I went through it like playing VLR. Afterwards, I eventually took a rubber band, put it around uh, the fucking uh, analog stick, and just put set the game to auto and like put it down just to wait till I could get to another escape room to do, and like didn't pay attention to anything because I just got so frustrated with with having to get through all the dialogue. Uh, everything in in Zero Time Dilemma, I, I really enjoyed. All right, I need to. Yeah, I absolutely need to play. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, especially if you like those kind of games. Uh, yeah, I think it, you know it, it's pretty well written. Uh, the characters are pretty good. Brings back a bunch of characters from uh, the first two games and stuff like that. But um, the, where it goes is awesome. The, the gas mask guy will be there. There, uh, you know, I'll let you. I'll let you decide. Oh, okay. Um, no, some really cool things. Uh, yeah, it, it, totally worth, totally worth playing. Uh, okay, so still got I got two other games. Two other games to talk about. Because we've only been going on for an hour and 15 minutes now. Um, oh, which one should I talk about first? All right, let's talk about Star Ocean. Integrity oh, God, that's right. Yeah, new Star Ocean game came out, dude. Guess how many people brought it? Probably just me. Yeah, I think I think they got, like, a poster of you up. It's like, <laughs> everyone thank takes. Like, oh, man, the one person who liked uh, The Last Hope, he obviously pre-ordered this game. Uh, I remember when they were like they were they had like a limited edition like super special edition pre order limited to a thousand copies. And I was just like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. And like two days before it launched, it was just like only 600 copies left of the special edition. If you want to order it now, I'm like no, that's not gonna happen. Um, that really, I mean, I think that this game okay, characters pretty bland, story seems pretty bland so far. Okay, you got me already. There we go. <laughs> I think it looks pretty good. Uh, there are parts about it that are kind of annoying. Like, uh, you will jump into, like, these dialogue conversations with other characters uh, at, like, story points. And it'll just arbitrarily put, like, a red circle around the area that you're walking so you can't walk any further to get away from them. You're just like, okay, I get it. Could have just done anything else. Um, but the combat system is really fun. Really fluid. Like, there are point there. Are, like, I'm, like, six, six hours in at this point. Uh, I've got effectively what I think is going to be my main mission. Like, you're very much in a old-timey swords and shields world, and then all of a sudden a spaceship crashes. What? Yeah. And okay, like, but you know what? I I haven't seen that really much, so that's that sounds cool. <laughs> and that's cool. And then you like go over, check out the spaceship, and then there's like this like there's a child who's like passed out, and you're just like, all right, we should probably help her out. And then as soon as you, like, pick her up to help her out, like, three dudes show up with guns. And you're just like, what are these things that they have? (laughs) 
And uh, so, and eventually, and they also have like weird uh, shields on them, so like you can't do any damage to them. And then like the little girl like wakes up for a second and just like freezes everybody, like and it's just like, okay, they're all completely ice now, and we can just shatter them, and that's kind of cool. Uh, but you'll right. like there are there have been points so far where there've been like seven, eight people in the party, and you can just switch them, and it's all um. It's all real time, kind of moving around the world, uh, like moving around a uh, a battle circle uh, with like you have different uh, attacks, like short attacks, long attacks, uh, like uh, also like uh, sh- strong attacks and, and like more of a weak attack. Uh, it's a, a rock paper scissor type of system where you have like a block that will uh, stagger an enemy if they like try and do like a normal attack on you. Uh, if uh, an enemy is gearing up to do a hard attack, you can do like a quicker like a normal attack and that'll stagger them out of that um and so that's really cool but like when you do have a whole bunch of people in your party you can just switch between everybody and like so if you're like just playing with one person you're just like ah, i want to jump over to this other person now you just can just do it and just play a completely different character start playing like a magic character just like out of the blue okay that's fun uh it has a, all right. a lot of different roles kind of in a similar way of like final fantasy 12 uh in like their gambit system uh, where you're just kind of uh, like upgrading different uh, different AI routines effectively for them to do. Not routines. And you are definitely a fan of Final Fantasy XII. I love me some Final Fantasy XII. Um, anyway, no, I, I think that this game has been shit on a lot in reviews. Uh, so, like, I was coming to it, like, kind of like, all right, I'm, sort of like a little, I'm going to stay a little reserved. I don't know how good it's going to be. And I'm enjoying it. You know, I, I'm, I'm enjoying just playing this game. Uh, because again, the battle system is so much fun, uh, and the, and I think it's a, I think it's a pretty game. Uh, I, I watched all this like they had stars and star dates where they would have like these live streams of like people playing and talking about the game like uh, prior to release, and I thought it looked like garbage. And then actually playing the game, I'm like no, this looks pretty. I'm cool with this. But but so why why is it being shit on then? Um, again, like everyone, like all the reviews are just like really cool. Uh, combat system, but like the characters and the storage, just like there's no, I guess th- there's no great carrot and there's no great payoff, um, which is kind of sad because the Star Ocean games usually have some batshit payoff in the end, or it's just like we've all been programs inside this computer and now we have sentience and that makes us life, right? And you're just like, wait, what? This happened? Like, yeah, that's Star Ocean three for you right there. Um, so I guess this is a very much more by the numbers star ocean or like you know there, there's nothing crazy about the story um anything like that uh i think the voice acting is okay for the most part uh i don't yeah I, yeah but that that's been from what i've seen that's been most of the complaints is just like it's I, like there's a cool battle system but everything else kind of wears on you after a while there's well, also like well, a crafting I, system apparently but i haven't even figured that out yet so whatever I mean, is that going to be an issue for you? You think you're going to go the the distance on this one? So, uh, uh, howlongtobeat.com says <laughs> that uh, Star Ocean faith, uh, Integrity and Faithlessness is like 20 hours. You know, probably not that long for JRPG, so... That, that is my thought exactly. Like, So that means at this point, I'm like a quarter of the way through. I can do this. Okay. I can totally do this. I think we've got a couple of weeks before anything comes out. We do. 
Uh, how, how is it with the, uh, the 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 trophies? You getting a lot of those? No, not getting like any trophies, which is depressing the crap out of me. I've gotten like three maybe so far. Um, yeah, it's not super trophy uh, trophy heavy, uh, which is kind of depressing. But again, um, I, I think it's I think it's a pretty good JRPG so far. Uh, so I'm gonna stick with it for now. Oh, but so, okay, there's some weird difficulty spikes in this game. So I haven't okay. been having issues with, like, any of the characters. There was, like, I've, I think I've only fought, like, one boss so far. And, like, they were definitely a grind to beat, but it wasn't too bad. And then there's just, like, these random portals in the world that, that just started showing up. So I, like, jumped into one of those, and it's, like, Cathedral of something or other. I was like, okay. Uh, and it's, like, a trial thing. So, like, you have to just, you go into it, and, you know, you go into, like, combat trials, and eventually you'll, you know, finish the trials, and you'll be able to get out. It's like, okay, cool. I can try this out. Go through the first trial, uh, like, just fucking kill him easily. Go through the second trial, totally kill him easily. Go to the third trial, wipe immediately. Like, not even, like, like just completely fucking full party wipe almost immediately on it. I'm like, okay, I guess there's a really weird difficulty spike in some of these, what seem to be, like, extra dungeon type things. But you can go out and, and grind and stuff, oh, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you can totally go out. You're not yeah. stuck, like... No, 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 and it seems like so far... The levels are coming are coming fast and furious. However, oh, oh all right, nice. Nice. Speaking nice, my language. Yeah, now I'm talking your language. Um, however, can't really find a stat screen, which is kind of weird. Like I'm just like, <laughs> what level am I? So I start looking around all the menus. Can't fucking find it anywhere. Is that a thing? Like, I don't have know. Press <laughs> start and I, gone to the menu to see if. Yeah, I mean, like, you hit the options, options button, you go to the map. You hit triangle, you go to the menu, and I've gone through every single menu, cannot find a stat screen on my characters. That's weird. It's really weird. Maybe I'm just missing it. I might be. I'll probably jump into it a little bit later, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it, That's really, what's one of the weirder things. Again, but I'm still having fun with it. I All like, right. I like well, the game. Hey, I mean, go for it. Thanks. Thanks. You have, yeah. I'll, I don't know. I'll do like, me. What? I'll do me. You do you. I do me. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? I'll, I got my Pokemon Go. Yeah, I got my Star Ocean. Uh, All right, I got yeah, one more well, game. All right, do it. All right, Inside. Oh, God, I forgot about this game. Yeah, the new game from Play Dead Studios, the makers of Limbo. I started, like, I literally played the first five minutes. Not even, like, I got to the slaughterhouse. Of inside, yes. Okay, cool. Um, I've I think I'm like halfway through right now. Oh wow! And like I did it all in one sitting because I was just like I was enjoying the shit out of this game. Uh, very, very much a similar game to Limbo. Yes. Like um, everything about it, except there's no bear traps so far. Uh, I yeah. Okay, I haven't seen any big spiders yet. Yeah, no big spiders, no bear traps that I've seen so far. Um, but, you know, it's, like, environmental puzzle solving with, like, weird secrets that you'll just find, like, randomly around. Very depressing sometimes. Yeah. Like... It seems like a messed up world. You are just, you're just this kid running around and people are, like, shooting you. Like, I'm just like, oh, wow, this is kind of fucked up. And then, like, the deaths. I've had, like, these dogs are ripping my throat apart when they catch up to me. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this game feels a lot like Limbo, but more colorful. Yeah, it it does. I like the the color palette of it. Me too. It actually kind of reminds me of, uh, especially in the beginning when you got those like, 
uh, guys, like the policemen yeah. running after you, I feel like those guys feel like they should be in that We Happy Few game. Okay, yeah, totally. Um, but I, this is something that I, I really, like, I played it for, like, maybe two hours straight uh, yesterday. Like, I just didn't want to stop playing. Like, I was just, it was, it's not super tough or anything like that, at least not so far. Uh, but it take like, I think the environments are really cool. Did you get to the cornfield? Yes. Well, I, I, I did, well, wait, I got to where there's the chicks, the little chicks, and I was trying to figure out if they're a, um, oh, I thought those were rats. No, those little chicks. I was trying to figure out if they're a, uh, an achievement. I was trying to figure out what to do with them. Uh, I don't just like those ones that are just like following you around when you like run into the barn. Yeah. Oh, no, those are, you don't use them to solve a puzzle to actually progress. You do? Yeah. Unless we're talking about different things right here. In the beginning of the game, it's you get into that first barn. Yeah. It's like 15, 20 minutes in. Yeah. And then there's like a, like a generator that you got to pull. See, I was really trying to figure out what to do with those chicks. <laughs> it's literally kind of where I left off because I was obsessed with them chicks. It actually took me like a good five, ten minutes to figure out how to solve that puzzle. I tried leading them back to the beginning of the game. How did that work out? It didn't work out. They got stuck on something. Yeah, I can imagine. No, um, have you found the secrets? Uh, a couple of the secrets yet? No. Yeah, they are decently well hidden. Uh, like, it's literally just been like, oh, lucked upon this one. Um, well, I don't call them for secrets or nothing. But, uh, the, the actual, like, save state, or the loads in this are awesome. Like, there are loads, there's... Uh, like uh, there are like different like you can just load back to any checkpoint that you've hit throughout the game. Like, really? Once you like unlock it, yeah. So like I'm at like checkpoint like 32 or 33 right now, and like I can just go back and go back to any moment of the game, and like you pre- and you still have everything that you like if you've collected uh, all the secrets so far. Like you will still have those secrets later because there's apparently a secret ending that you have to collect all the secrets. Get to the very end, get the last one, and then, like, checkpoint all the way back to, like, number, like, 11 or 12, where you find the second secret in the cornfield. And oh. there's, like, and there's like a door down there that finally you can use. See, I like that, because I obsess over, like, whether or not I miss something. Yeah. This will tell you. that I can just... Oh, man. Yeah, no, this is super... So, yeah, so if you miss something, like, it is really easy to just jump back to it and, and just get what you missed. Oh, I gotta just, I gotta go back to playing inside then. Yeah, no, it, and it's, it's like, I, it, again, it like, it feels a lot like Limbo. It, you know, just looks like a very colorful Limbo with like a really, really good backgrounds and everything like that. Um, I, I really like it. Like, I, I feel like I'm just gonna fly through this game. Like, like, maybe like, maybe two more sittings. Maybe one more sitting. Like, huh. but I don't, I like, once I start playing it, I feel like I just, I, it's just so easy to play. Uh, and so enjoyable, even though it's so fucking depressing. Yeah, like, it's, uh, but you know what, like, the, it, Play Dead made another one of those games. Yep. Like, that is not debatable. <laughs> yeah, right, but, right, right. you know what, it's good, like, it's... The they level, know how to like, make those games. They yeah, like, the level so of detail, like, the environmental mm-hmm. storytelling and everything of these games, like, they, they're awesome. Yeah, I totally um, agree. And it's, it's I, crazy <laughs> that they've made basically the same game twice right now. But I really, like, I liked Limbo a lot. Um, I felt like, and I don't know what's going to happen in Inside, but I also felt like those gravity puzzles at the end of Limbo were a little bit too weird. It 
kind of didn't feel like it fit the game. Right. Um, but they also have an interesting take on, like, uh, those worm puzzles from Limbo. And you, uh, you oh, yeah, the ones where that. they control you? Yeah, in this one, there's, like, helmets that you just, like, jump onto, and you and you end up controlling, like, zombies and, like, have them do shit for you. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool. It's kind of so cool. that's that's an interesting twist on it. Yeah. Uh, there's like there's a really cool part so far where um, you like you like fall down a chute or whatever, and you fall on top of one of the zombies uh, that that are like in a line, and then you have to pretend to be one of them, and like you'll hit like this one part checkpoint where like every zombie that's within this one box jumps at a very specific time, and so and there's like a robot watching you the entire time. Oh, so, so, you, you, so you're making, like, a flash mob. Pretty much, yeah. You're, like, a flash mob. Yeah. It's really cool. I, I really, really enjoy it so far. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, I wonder what they're working on. Like, in the whole eight years. Has it seven been or eight so. years since Limbo? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, 2009, right? Okay. Was it 2000? Okay. Seven years. Seven years. Still. Because it was Summer of Arcade, right? It was. It was, like, but, the like second or third one, right? Yeah, because wasn't the was the first one Braid? First one was Braid. Um, yeah. Um, I gotta say, like, it, it's curious, like, if they scrapped anything. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Okay, wow. so six years. That's not that. I mean, come on. It's still a long time for a downloadable game, but yeah, especially one that's pretty short. But again, I don't know how big the team is. Um, but yeah, you gotta wonder, like, did they scrap anything in the meantime? Was there another game yeah. that they wanted to make uh, in this in this span? But again, like I, you know, the story of Limbo, very depressing, but very cool to finally get through and get to that ending moment where you're just like, oh shit, what? Well, we'll probably talk about that soon. We will talk about that soon. Uh, but I'm I'm assuming that there will be a very like if there's one thing I can assume with a play dead game that you're going to have a holy shit moment at the end of it. Do you think that? They're all connected. They're all part of the same universe? That it turns out. Maybe. They're, they're all... Uh, they're all in a toy box. Ooh. The Disney Infinity toy box. Oh, shit. Oh, alright. Alright, well... That's all I got right now, so should we take a break? <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. Alright, let's take a break, and we will be back in a minute. And we're back! Woo! Here we go, here we go. Got some more energy, got some more to drink, I hope. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. And we are here to talk to you about some of the best and worst theories on games. Stories, particularly. Uh, like there, There's a lot of conspiracy theories, a lot of crazy theories out there on games. Some of them, are like, you'll read it and you just be like, fuck, no. What'd you come up with? And then some of them you read and you're just like, whoa. That sound, that's awesome. That, that gives me a new take on this game completely. Well, uh, in, 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 in true fashion of the internet, people, we, we as a people don't have much to do other than find things that aren't there Play games in our favorite games. And then just fake talk about them. Yeah. Uh, and we have uh, collected uh, a few, I mean, there's obviously like infinite numbers of them. There are so many. And like, and, and we're not talking about like there was uh, like polybus and and shit like that. We're like that's just that's not a thing. 
That's more of an urban legend. Yeah, that's an urban legend. That's yeah, and also not a thing. Yes. Like I, I saw that in one of the listeners. Just like, no, this never existed. Like, I'm sorry. This, like, if it did, it was just, it was just a shitty Atari clone, and this was not a thing by the government. To try <laughs> dude, 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 my... but what if it was? And what if the game was pretty good? <laughs> Wasn't it just like a Berserk clone? Is that like the whole I, thing? Yeah, I think no. I thought it was a Tempest clone. Oh, it's a Tempest clone. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Oh man, if it's a Berserk, I both those. I'm yeah. it. I know. Yeah, to, but then those again, are you, just, games. you could just play Tempest or Berserk. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I mean, what if you got like a, an achievement though now and like a re-release if you got mind controls? That okay. All right. Yeah. Put this thing out on Xbox Arcade. Yeah. Is that thing? Does that still exist? I don't think it does. <laughs> I don't think it does. Um, but yeah, no, we're going to talk about uh, some of our favorite ones. Some of them that we like, we totally believe in. Some of them that we're just going to kind of discuss uh, and and just be like, yes or no. But uh, uh, Alex, are there any that like, that you were just 100%, like you read it, it blew your mind, and you still completely believe it to this day? Something that you well, didn't I, believe in the first I think time through. There's kind of the original one that I did not realize for a long time that I think has actually been kind of recently confirmed. Whoa, uh, but that is the uh, Mario 3 is a play. Yes, 100%. Uh, once I read that, I was like, oh man, this makes total sense. Because, yeah, it opens with a, a curtain rising. A curtain rising, yeah. A lot of the backgrounds look like kind of like stage cutout type things. Totally. And uh, apparently, the uh, some of the boss battles are actually done on the same kind of floor as Hamilton. the opening, as Hamilton. Yes, Lin Manuel Miranda is there, <laughs> and you can't get tickets. And he's just like, you can't actually play the game. It's you loading up the app every day, just trying to get. He's not even there anymore. And then secretly hating your friends that get them. <laughs> he's no longer performing it. Leslie Odom Jr. no longer in the show. Um, Here's I, the question. Now can we all get tickets? No! Still fucking no! I really expected, like, the biggest actors to, like, be like, okay, no, this was our last show. And then the the, the floor to just drop out? Still can't get tickets to this fucking show. So, uh... It's crazy. Uh, to, to be fair, his last performance, uh, the tickets went up to 20k. That is insane. Man, to have fucking had those tickets. Even if I had those tickets... That, sold them. <laughs> those tickets are still technically like the that's the poverty line of those tickets. <laughs> Keep that in mind, guys. Twenty <laughs> k. That's the poverty line. That is people like the millions of people in this country that like live below that. That is one row over to Hamilton. Yeah, that's one seat at the final at, at the July 9th performance of Hamilton. <laughs> that's <laughs> insane. <laughs> Guys, this has, of course, been your Hamilton check-in. <laughs> Neither of us have won yet. Both yeah. play every single day. Although, to be fair, one of us has seen it. Yes, one of us has seen it. And it is awesome. <laughs> and we'll reveal that at the end of the show. <laughs> Will you, do you believe it? Is it a theory? Who knows? But I can tell you. Yeah. It totally it's weird that this, actually, this podcast taking place uh, in... Rapture? The Matrix. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, I actually think that the, um, yeah, uh, reading the Super Mario Bros. 3 is the stage play thing, uh, within, like, the last year, because I'd never heard it until until recently, but that is, 
it makes total sense, and and it's actually it's a lot of fun uh, it, thinking about it that way. And, and I think that's how they just. I think actually, didn't Miyamoto say though that recently that it actually is. Yeah, or that like that's the intention of the motif of it. I mean, totally. But I, think, I, I could see that. Uh, but I guess uh, yep. And when you're playing a level, Mario exits stage right, as oh, you would in a play. Nice. Um, dress up as animals, so they're playing different parts. This is from the Cracked.com oh, article awesome. here. Uh, six insane but convincing fan theories about kids' cartoons. Nice. Uh, wait, kids' cartoons. Kids' cartoons. I don't. Yeah, know. it's kids' cartoons. Yep, kids Not kids for this one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, and I guess that's how, like, in other games, uh, someone like Bowser is able to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Is that he's just, like, playing a different part? Yeah, like, they got no beef yeah. with each other in real life. cool behind the scenes. Yeah, it's not like, um, you know, that one part in Game of Thrones where they're going to kill that one actor lady. That's all the parts of Game of Thrones. Well, no, but there was that as a season, right? And that's literally every episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I guess you're right. Did you um, finish the season of Game of Thrones yet? Oh, we've all seen it. Oh, dude. Fucking bit. What a crazy last two episodes. Oh, God, I think we did the same thing about two weeks ago. No, we didn't because you hadn't watched it yet. What? No, we did. I don't think you had watched the last episode yet, last time. Oh, uh, we got to go back to the tape. Uh-oh. <laughs> Have you seen the last episode of Game of Thrones, Alex? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, a throne game? Oddly enough, Brief Podcast, also just a stage play. <laughs> yeah, I like that it's like I was just, we're just doing that as like an old-timey serial. Yeah. I mean, Brought to you by Parliament. <laughs> the only cigarettes that cure colds. Kids, get your parents to smoke Parliaments. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I like that one. I think it's fine. I think it's fun. I think it's fun, yeah. I, I think it's, yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, change the context too much of the game, but I... <laughs> yeah, I think some people are like, literally, as I was, I was saying to you, I was like, yeah, searching about fan theories, went to the, uh, ended up on the, uh, fan theory Reddit, which of course is That's going to be... to be. Yeah. And, like, of course there was one thing, it was like, Neo's a pedophile. Yeah, so... What? What is this? I gotta know. Um, like Neo from the Matrix? Yeah, I guess. So uh, is this, this like comes Matrix to us. Online? I hope so. Um, hold on, I got it. Uh, this all right. This comes to us from uh, Reddit user Mister Black Cat eighty five. Says the interrogation scene. Agent Smith opens up a folder in front of Thomas Anderson. He says that Mr. Anderson has been living two lives. From the script, we have seen that Smith says that Neo is guilty of every virtual, uh, virtually every computer crime we have a lie for. A law, law for, not a lie for. <laughs> okay. Com- children, uh, child, it's children pornography <laughs> is a computer crime. If Neo is guilty of virtually every computer crime we have a law for, he would be guilty of child pornography, thus he is a pedophile. Okay. When he said he was living a double life, I'm pretty sure that it meant that, like, he was li- he was working a day job and he was also a computer hacker. <laughs> Not like you fucking <laughs> pedophile. I'm sorry, what's his name? Not Chris Matthews. Uh, <laughs> 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 if only it was Chris Matthews. <laughs> the Catch a Predator guy? 
Yeah, what's his name? Oh my god, didn't that guy kill himself? No, he exp when he exposed one guy, that guy went and killed himself. Oh. But he was caught. The catch a predator guy was later caught having an affair on camera. Really? Caught by his own game. How ironic. Oh my god. That well, sort of. <laughs> yeah, not really. <laughs> not really, but sort of. <laughs> the cat was caught by the very person <laughs> who was trying to catch him. How ironic. Um, but we could, Tiggs, we could spend enough. all day on this shit. Yeah, let's not even go. Let's go to some other good ones. Let's go to all some right. other good ones. Um, okay, uh, how about the uh, fact that everyone in Team Fortress is a clone? Whoa, I didn't read That's that That's all fighting, and they've been fighting for like 50 years that or something. That I heard, yeah, I, I didn't, okay, so I saw the theory that they've been uh, fighting for 50 years, but I didn't actually read uh, too thoroughly into it, so what is this, they're all clones? Uh, yeah, that's how you're able to have so many, um, like, pyros and soldiers and everything. I feel like that's He's... just reading into the fun of the game, at some point. Yes, I absolutely think so, um... Like, I don't think that's I'm the intention on the outset. Like, and I think that's kind of the, like, maybe what we're trying to discern here is, like, what is the actual intention versus, like, no. Like, that game just wouldn't have been as fun if you all had to pick a different well, class. I think the thing about a lot of fan theories is people try to make theories around them. Right, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, around things that make sense. Like, um, yeah, that that one, I'm trying to find it. I cannot find it again. Um, uh. It's there. Uh, yeah, I guess people have made. I guess people. Someone made like a documentary on this one. Really? Um, there's there's apparently a two hour documentary on um, the shepherd is being controlled. That's the one. Okay, that's the one that had. Uh... Yeah. Which. All right. So let's talk about that one. I guess for a second. Sure. Um. So uh, the theory is is that as a as shepherd in Mass Effect, uh, you are being controlled by the Reapers from like the beginning. Or maybe, yes. I, or maybe it's since, since you first touched the Prothean beacon, right? Which is in two, right? No, that's the first. That's the opening one. You're is going it... after what's his name, Rodan. Okay. <laughs> Rodan of blood. Um, yeah. Rodan and Mothra yeah. are fighting. <laughs> and Shepard's just there, being like, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Yeah. So that is actually, which also kind of puts into question, like him destroying you know, uh, uh, the giant robot baby at the end of 2 and all this other stuff. But yeah. I think that it brings the ending of 3 into a greater context when you think of it in that way. Yeah, because I guess like uh, having the controlling the Reapers be a blue... Yeah, totally. Um, uh, the, the like blue like being a good, a, a paragon... Yeah. A, uh, well, I guess there's spoilers all over this one. We should probably yeah, oh, fucking yeah. put a notice on... Yeah, on games that uh, are like five years old at least like yeah whatever <laughs> yeah. Column notes. you all met Column you all are mad about this anyway so who cares i like the end of mass effect 3 i don't mind it yeah i didn't even see like i thought like i had installed the extra ending but or no i had downloaded it but not installed it so when i actually saw the ending of mass effect 3 i was like all right that was pretty cool and then it went and i was like oh i didn't even see the extra shit because well, didn't we go to pax right after this happened i think so yeah that was when people were just like, EA is the worst... Well, that was the second year in a row that people were just like, EA is the worst company ever. But for that reason, like, yeah. that's... No. But anyway. People were looking... People were trying to figure out a way to 
love this series. Like, this very beloved series. Um, but great. I mean, Mass Effect 2, one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Love Mass Effect 2. Um, it took me a little, little bit to get into it. I will. I mean, I will still admit that, that I was not grabbed by Mass Effect 2 at the outset. You're like, where's all the Mako? I was like, where? Yeah, exactly. No, I was like, where is, where is the, like, Dragon Age-esque RPG elements of this game that were in the first Mass Effect? Um, and that's what I was looking for. And so, it, like, I put it down for, like, six months and then picked it back up. And I was just like, I'm an idiot. This game is awesome. Uh, no, Mass Effect 2, fucking phenomenal in, in every in every way, shape, and form. I think it was so, topped our do list. You, do you think that if if uh, the Reapers are controlling Shepard, Shepard, that's why he's not conflicted about endorsing every single uh, store in the Citadel? That, you know what? That's, that's, a, that's a fan theory right there. That he's not like, oh, God, this is a conflict of interest. <laughs> I can't endorse anything. It doesn't even matter. The Reaper. So the Reapers have to go every what? Couple thousand, few thousand years to exterminate everything? Or every. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they gotta wipe everything clean? Yep. So they're leveling the playing field at the Citadel first by giving them all shepherd, a Shepherd bump. So you're so saying. That way... So it's more of a communist. So they're communists. No, they're level. They're. They are allowing everyone to then... They're leveling it so then people can compete. Oh, I see. They're putting everyone back to zero. Putting everyone back to zero. Getting it all... So you're just like, yeah, hey, look, Shepard endorses everything. He doesn't care. So you don't have to worry about the fact that, you know, humans just came in. Yeah. All these other races have fought. Yep. Yeah, no, he's the Kevin Nealon of today. Or of then. <laughs> Wait. Okay, he's, he's the Mr. Mr. Subliminal? Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that Kevin Nealon character? Yeah, yep. Well, no, Kevin Nealon, like, I see him on, like, 40 different fucking commercials nowadays. Really? He's, 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 like, I don't know what channel you're watching. Takes you watching Kevin Nealon, the, the Kevin Nealon station? Yeah, no, it's Nealon TV. Okay. NTV, for short. Oh, I want my NTV. <laughs> um, no, like, he's, like, he's, like, playing golf with Arnold Palmer in, like, one commercial <laughs> and he's like endorsing like other bullshit and other ones. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up right now. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm. Um, what do you think of this this Mass Effect theory? Um, I think it's pretty good, but I I, I don't know. Like I, I think that it's almost a little bit too far reaching in, yeah. in a lot of ways. Uh, but I, I also but I do like the idea of like the, like at the end like you are like that's why that that choice that is the good choice. Like because he like because I I thought that one of the theories was like after Shepard dies and is rebuilt as like a partial uh, robot that's why they're able to control him. Oh, like and so that's okay, what like yeah. in the final battle when you're running up to the Reapers he gets like hit by like one of the Reaper beams or some shit like that and that's when they start controlling his mind. So I guess there's like different like yeah I, I there's one that's just like nope it's very start of the game they've always been controlling him which I think is a little bit. Which almost like puts Mass Effect Two into a different light at that point, and I think Mass Effect Two just kind of stands alone. Like you don't need you don't need anything else in there. You really don't. <laughs> like you can just play this game and that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, kind of uh, piggybacking off that, I think the cool thing about it would be is if man they found a way to get your Shepherd from like three, and in the new one, if you were to be like assembling a team against an evil Shepherd, that would be. Awesome. That would be your shepherd that you helped build. That would be cool. That would shit. know all your shit. 
That would be and cool could fight you. Yep, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. They would have to have some sort of a save, like Xbox 360 to. Well, I mean, you can go back, upload it to the cloud. If, the cloud could read it, send it back down. If and see at a website, because all it is is a spreadsheet of everything you've done. That is true. Yeah, that is totally. All true. right, here's that Team Fortress uh, theory again. Okay, yeah, zero. Uh, I'm gonna read this. This comes to us from uh, Games Radar. Uh, I'd like to thank Ashley Reed for writing this. Whoever you are. Thank you, Ashley Reed. Um, I, I hear. I feel like I've heard that name before. Uh, you're thinking of the plants. Okay. <laughs> or, or the thing he is for Obos. I'm thinking of Ashley Carter. Um, never heard the name. <laughs> um, okay, so apparently the TF2 comics put the game in the mid-50s, uh, but they don't mind uh, throwing things like cell phones and robots because they just allow anything to be in the continuity. Um, some of the... Okay, um... Yeah, apparently because they regenerate and are cloned, they can keep fighting indefinitely. Uh, so I guess it's because the comics start in the 50s. That's why they say that, that it's been going ever since okay. then. And now that the, you know, you can put uh, a pair of Apple earbuds on them. Okay. Like from the, like, they're literally bringing the Steve Marketplace into That's their fan theory. All right, all right. That's a little bit much. But I also much, feel guys. like, like uh, games that are alternate history realities and then bringing them into like, no, 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 it's actually happening, like, it... It comes into present day, like, mm, it, it so, gets a little dicey. Yeah, because, like, they have, like, all Nintendo games take place in the same world, right? That's how we can have Smash Brothers. I think I support that theory. I honestly think I do. That, that all the I don't know how. See, that one... See, there's another one that says that Smash Brothers is just a kid playing with toys. 100%. That is exactly right. That is exactly what that fucking game is. That is the opening to the original Smash Brothers, is all of them yeah. in a toy chest... And a kid yeah. taking him out and playing with them. And that's what Master Hand is. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with that theory, but I also think that, like, the Nintendo, un- like, and so that is why, like, all of them really kind of take place in the same universe, right? Well, that's why they're all in the same system. Right. Exactly, yeah. Same system, same universe. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. This is, like, that's the snow globe. Is the... This is the rosebud of this whole it... thing? No, it's... It's like oh, um, I'm talking. This is not a Citizen Kane reference. Is that, is that well, that was a, that was the same elsewhere reference. The oh, snow globe thing, because okay. it was all happening in a snow globe that like the autistic kid was looking at. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. I that's why like people keep having people from because then they connected it to other stuff, and I think there's now like a hundred shows that are all happening in that kid's imagination. Good God. Okay. Which well, is got a good imagination. Yeah, that's overactive. Like, <laughs> also, kid has got to grow up at some point, <laughs> right? He's an old man. Think about these shows now. He's coming up with new shows all the time. Also, it's kind of weird that in his mind he keeps canceling some of these shows. <laughs> like, yeah, this one's this is kind of boring now. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done with it. You know what? We'll give you we'll give you a half half season order <laughs> just to finish out your run. In my imagination. Um, but okay, so the all Nintendo games take place in the same world thing. Um, there's the Peach is Bowser Jr.'s mom theory, mm, and the that's each a little weirder, which seems weird. Yeah. Um, okay, there's Peach's crown is in Pikmin 2, there are Metroids and Kid Icarus, mm-hmm. 
and the references to Link in Donkey Kong Country. Right. And likeness between Kirby characters and Boo's, and portraits of Mario and Luigi in Legend of Zelda. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either, but um, I know that in um, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, there are, like, Goombas and stuff like that in that in, in that game. I didn't have that version, no. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, that's a, that's a good one. It's good. I watched I watched the uh, speedrun of that recently on uh, the Summer Awesome Games Done Quick. Summer Ga- I totally forgot that Summer Games Done Quick was last year. There, like last week, you mean? Last week. It was also last year. It was also last year. Yes, that is true. No, there are some really good runs um, uh, this time around. Like, there's you, you should definitely check out the um, Symphony of the Night blindfolded run. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, the Link's Awakening runs really good, and uh, okay. the, the Demon Souls run is awesome. I always loved the Mario Maker race. I didn't watch that was the Mario great. Maker race yet, but there is another one. Uh, and then there's Super Mario World, like a crazy short amount of time for Super Mario World, and it's it's really cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, you think all the... All the I don't know. I don't buy the... All, I don't know you if don't... I necessarily buy all the, okay. the same universe. Yeah, I, I could see not totally, but I could also... I don't know. There's something about it that I'm just like, ah, I'm okay with it. At the very least, I'm okay with it. Like, but there is like a crazy yeah. timeline where they're just like, no, all the Pokemon like fuck, and then they start breeding shit that turns into the Animal Crossing people, and I'm just like, all right, let's hold off. Well, I feel like, um, like, granted, I've been a crazy Pokemon person for the last five days. <laughs> can I say like people that like I was trying to watch some videos before this to prepare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was a person that you would not be surprised to be a person talking about Pokemon fan theories. Sure. Um, going into such detail as uh, explaining why the plant on Bulbasaur's bat could not be an Oddish. What? And was talking about how ridiculous that anyone would even bring that up. That's just, that sounds weird. Uh, I don't even know. So like, people go deep. Can I say no. that we will not be going that deep into no, Pokemon? Definitely not. Uh, although the one that there's the Pokemon, the war just happened in the world of Pokemon. Yeah, that's interesting. I actually like that one. That that's why it explains is like no kind of battle age men. Right. It's just a uh, in this world, it's all like old people and and just kids and kids. Yeah. Um, and like I guess at one point, uh, the Sarge is like my electric Pokemon. Fuck, help me in the trenches. <laughs> no, he, dug me a, he dug me a foxhole. I told him to leave me. He said, God damn it. I ain't going anywhere. Put a cigarette in my mouth and killed ten men. Pokemon, oddly enough, very... It should have been M-rated. Was not. No, I do think that the Pokemon uh, is like a, a war-ravaged area. I, I do like that one as well. I think yeah. that there is definitely some merit to it as well. Because um, there's like lines of dialogue that are like, after the war, you're just like, What? Yeah, I want to see like a like a like Ash Ketchum like in the same pose as um, Willem Dafoe on like the cover of Platoon. That is fucking like as he's getting like shot by everyone. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think when you said Willem Dafoe in Platoon, I think everybody knew. Well, I think think Column knew what you were talking about. Hey, we call you know he's gotten enough today. (laughs) You're right. Yeah, fuck you, Column. No, um, I guarantee you that. Kids born in the '90s have probably not watched Platoon. Yeah, that's the demographic for our podcast audience as well. <laughs> this is all these, 
all yep. these tweens just watching, listening to us. All Not tweens, nineties. Those, those are still twenty-something-year-olds. Oh, sorry, I meant millennials. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. I bet they're not at the Dinosaur Junior show. No, probably not. No one knows who Dinosaur Junior is anymore. I had the um, the tape that was Dinosaur Junior, uh, Sonic Youth, and Nirvana, I think, right? Oh, the year the punk broke? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. That was a great tape. That was a great VHS. Kids do not know what VHSs are. No, that was phenomenal VHS. Um, some weird shit happened in that thing, too. Uh, so what do you think about Chell being Cave Johnson... And Caroline's daughter. I thought that was actually part of the story. Me too. I don't know why that was a theory. I didn't think that was a theory. I thought that was literally part of it. The same thing with the whole Booker DeWitt and um, Andrew Ryan thing. I literally thought that was part of the story. Well, I thought that was the reason he used the bathosphere. Me like, too. That's, like, I thought that's why she brought him there. Yeah. Was because that's part of his dimensional... Like, okay, so to back this, I guess we have to give context. All right, well, let's also go back to the chill thing. Okay, okay, you're right. <laughs> I think, you know what we need? We need, like, a fact, like, someone sitting there be like, um, excuse me, could you explain what you just said? <laughs> That's what this podcast is missing. <laughs> and someone be like, you just said something with no context, like, we know everything you just said. <laughs> like, oh, isn't that what Brian said last week? And we're like, I don't know what he said, and I, I also don't, don't know who Brian, Brian is. is. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, Portal 2... Uh, and also, you know, Portal 1, you're, you're playing through as Chell, uh, escaping from, uh, this weird, uh, uh, not, uh, like, evil robot that is just making you go through all these weird tests. Uh, yeah. With the portal gun. Uh, and then Portal it, 2, uh, expands upon that in amazing ways, adds a couple of things to it, but also adds a story. Yeah, so it adds another, ca- so, Gladys is obviously, like, tormenting you and saying all these things, but now it adds, like, backstory to her and, like, adds in Cave Johnson, who's, like, the leader of Aperture Science, the the company, and, like, so pretty much um, they talk about turning Cave Johnson's, like, secretary, right? Yes. Into Gladys. Because she's dying or something like that? So they put her... Like, because, like, there's, there's, yeah, yeah, it's his wife, and I think she's dying, and then there's multiple times during the game where... Uh, I forget what her name is, um, but like, uh, like you're reading like pictures or, or like uh, uh, things that well, are. The line was her her old name, yeah. Yeah, and, and like Glados here, like reads the line, and she's just like, "Wait, this this is really familiar to me." And like, or you hear Cave Johnson speaking, and she's just like she's remembering stuff about it. So it seems really obvious that at least for the at the very least, Cave Johnson and Gladys had a relationship, and, and so did. Cape Johnson well, I'm looking at a literal picture of them together. Of Cape Johnson and Gladys? Yeah, as when he was a person, she was a person. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it's yeah, Cape yeah. Johnson with the lady. No, yeah, no, like... those two definitely have a relationship, but, yeah, and then the relationship between Gladys and that woman, like, I thought that, that is actually spelled out in the game. Me too. And, like, the, the other thing here is, I guess, the thing that pointed to, like, maybe, like, Gladys calling Chell adopted all the time. And, right, like, yeah, making yeah. fun of that, and, like, also the fact that she's supposed to be a liar and all these things, yeah. like, like that's... I, I, I thought that that was part of the story, and I, I thought me... that was part of the thing that you were supposed to figure out throughout. Me too? But, you know what, like, um, I guess not. So, okay, I've actually had this one on my, um, uh, on my phone for, like, months, okay. and I forgot about this. And I found it because I was looking up stuff about, like, when I was getting ready for... I was reading something about Force Awakens. 
and um, okay. I, I was like trying to like I, I forget what there was people talking about like who who the um, the main bad guy is Snoke who's snoking right, it right, up right, right, yeah. um, and <laughs> uh, so I had this on my phone for a long time don't know if it's still funny to me but at the time it cracked me up I think now it's just crass but I've gone too far okay nope we gotta hear it I have a Star Wars fan theory BB-8 is going to wind up being Ray's dad. The Force will have allowed droids to procreate with anyone who has a high enough midichlorian level. So R2 banged Leia hard. It was while she and Han Solo were married, it was a whole big thing. Anyway, their offspring was BB-8. Leia and Han were devastated. They got over it, though. Kinda. Leia needed surgery. So BB-8, who has the Force, was given some pilot. During their adventures, the pilot came across Mon Mothma. She had a daughter, Mas Mothma. Oh, my God. BB-8 plowed... Oh, no. BB-8 plowed her. She gave birth to Ray. <laughs> and BB-8 made her drop the baby off on Jakku, because he was busy being BB-8. Uh, and that's why Ray immediately understands BB-8, and that's why she has the Force. And that's why BB-8 and R2 get along so well. It's also why Han isn't very nice to BB-8. But he was never nice to any of the droids. That's true. Um, okay. That's fucking stupid. That was really stupid. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. Very funny. Alright, well here's another random one I found online. Okay. Um, this is probably also, um, going to be stupid. I've not... Not vetted this? I have not vetted this in any way, shape, or form. Um, no, these are all stupid. Um, <laughs> all right, what about... Give me one, come on, give me one. All right, yeah, um... Uh, we're going back here. Uh, Chewie is uh, Indiana Jones' dad. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> no, people have, like, stupid things that are just jokes on here. Like, I see Half-Life... Why is the game called Half-Life? Because it takes half your lifespan until the third one comes out. hey It's actually kind of an okay joke, but... <laughs> it's totally true as well. That... Alright, so Half-Life 3 never coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a game. Get anymore. over. Yeah, get it's over. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know why we're, we're being so angry at people today, but... <laughs> get over it. Um, put down their goddamn people phones... Like, Fo- Fox McCloud is a highly evolved Pokemon... Yes, that's, I mean, that's I, I saw that theory, it's, it's, it's dumb, but, like, that's part of the theory of, like, all the Nintendo characters are in the same universe, um, just no, no, I, I like, I mean, it's not even a theory, but it was like, Fox McCloud has no legs. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, like, he lost his legs at some point, um, and so, if, like, whenever you see pictures of Fox, he, like, it's usually from, like, torso up. But there was one issue of Nintendo Power, and it's like a full drawing of Fox McCloud, and he has robot legs. Wait, that, so that is a real thing? Yeah. I'm writing Fox McCloud robot legs into... Um, do it. Loud And while you robot. do that, uh, let's talk about... Oh, also in Portal, um, oh. the companion cubes are filled with people. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. That I hadn't even heard until you uh, posted that in the Google Doc. Well, okay, so... I remember all the um, Batman drawings, but I don't remember that specific part of it. Well, because I guess he showed, like, pictures. He had drawings of, like, pictures of his colleagues, mm-hmm. like, in the rooms, like, and, like, the companion cubes. I could see that. And also, um, 
the Gladys is saying when you first get them that like don't listen to them if they start talking to you. They're like saying it's not sentient oh, and all these things. And okay. also the achievement when you finally burn it is called fratricide. So that's why they could be like other test subjects and things like that. Oh shit. Okay. I you know what? When I first when I literally just read the headline I was like that is so much shit, but I think that I've come around on that theory. Dude, they are robot legs. Right? <laughs> this is blowing your mind right now. Yeah, why don't they ever talk about this? I know, it's so fucking weird. They just kind of, they like completely gloss over it and it's like one Nintendo power cover and that's it. It's really weird. Wait, so so when he's around on that dinosaur planet, he's running around on on fucking robot legs. Wait a minute. And the pilots in the Star Fox games all amputate their legs according to Gamnesia. Yeah, so that like because they're in their uh in the cockpit so long, like they effectively like never leave their ships. And if they didn't, like, I think, like, their legs would just eventually go numb from it all, and you'd have... You'd probably get a fucking... You'd get deep vein thrombosis. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, no one wants that. Nope, definitely not. Um, damn it, that's fucked up. I'll be honest with you, that's the one that got me today. <laughs> I didn't think it would be. I didn't think anything. I thought I could be a jerk about everything. <laughs> no, that's... It's fucking crazy. Um, and there seems to actually be some... Uh, there's something behind it. Uh... Yeah, the, uh, the companion cubes being people, I, I have totally come around on. Um, for, from at the beginning, just being like, "This is some stupid fan theory," into being like, "Oh shit, okay." I think it's entirely possible. Like, I totally. Um, I guess in the Ratman comics, the, the cubes do talk and all oh, that. I didn't realize that. Okay. I never read the Ratman comics. Me neither. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what about uh, Silent Hill Two? Oh shit! That he actually that um, what's his name? Jack. No? Yeah, I, I haven't played it in ten years. Yeah. Uh, he killed his wife in the beginning of it, and his wife's been in like the trunk of his car the entire time. Yeah, that like when because like right from when you're waking up, like you're you're just getting up from like having killed your wife. Yeah, and like and you're so. just and you're just like blocking out all this shit the entire. And you know that like from playing Silent Hill two, you've done something fucked up, right? And that's why you're well, yeah. in Silent Hill. Um, and yes. Uh, I believe that, like, there's the ending where it's, like, called In Water or something like that, where you effectively drive your car into, like, a lake, uh, and you're, you're talking about how you're going to be, like, together again, and you're committing suicide, and the theory is, is that, like, your wife is actually in, like, the trunk of your car, and that you're, uh, you're, you're both going down together. And then I think one of the developers came out and was just like, no, she, her dead body's in the back seat. Because didn't truck. they say they add, didn't they add some version of this into the novelization later? Oh really? Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I think that that's one possibility. I no, I, I totally think that that is. I think that makes sense, especially for the Silent Hill franchise. Like I, I, I think that that totally that totally fits. Uh, what do you think about the fact that uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, Three Snake Eater is all VR? Okay, that one. That's a weird one. Um, and I guess there's the, uh, uh, like, um, what's it called? Uh, the verification of this comes from a fact that in, in Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, you can kill uh, Ocelot at some point. And yes. there's actually an achievement for it in the... Yeah, in, the, in the, the one, the, like, the time, what was it like? Yeah, it's called, like, a, like, a, like, series over or something like that, like a, like a... Something stops series over. Like, it's something crazy yeah. like that. Like, it, it creates a time paradox where, obviously, Ocelot couldn't be dead, 
because, which is weird, because Metal Gear revives people all the fucking time for no goddamn reason. But apparently, this is very important. Um, but in Metal Gear Solid 3, if you do end up killing Ocelot, um, before that, the entire time, uh, you have Major Hero, ta- uh, sorry, Major Zero, uh, talking to you uh, in your headpiece and, and like describing the missions to you. But when you kill Ocelot, instead of hearing uh, Zero, you hear Roy Campbell's voice, who hasn't actually been talking to you at all in Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, and so the theory is, is that this like kind of breaks you out of the virtual reality simulation that you were in at this point. This is weird. I could a hundred percent see this being true. But I feel like with with Kojima, like does it Does it matter? It, like right like no. it could be anything, man. Exactly. I totally and that is the thing. He could have been reading this on the back of a cereal box and I'd be like, alright. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. That's fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Like Psychomantis is actually a school teacher. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, although they've been in night school the whole time. Yeah. Like, Psychomantis is Lin-Manuel. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. It's a stage play. The whole fucking thing is a stage play. That would actually make more sense than most of Metal Gear Solid does. Sure. Um, I don't know, honestly, what to think about the Metal Gear Solid 3 didn't actually happen thing. Um, I think that... I don't... Like, maybe it's reading too much into it at some point, but I, I do think that there is probably something to that. I don't know if it's actually, like, a virtual reality simulation because it seems to be part of the fucking timeline. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they, like, mention it in, like, the, at the end of Metal Gear Solid Five, they go through the whole goddamn timeline, and I well, think it's I, on there. I think the thing about that is, though, that it still already happened, but the way that you're reliving it is by being Solid Snake oh. going through that makes sense. everything because, I guess, in... Like an animus situation. I think is one of it is, yeah, like... Because Raiden in 2 explains that he was able to get to be awesome by doing VR missions. Okay, yeah. So this is how Snake trains. Gotcha. Also nanomachines. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I, I could totally see that. Uh, do you believe that Dr. Mario is the third Mario brother? Whoa, what? I didn't see this one. No, I thought it was okay. just Mario. Yeah, I thought it was just like Mario fucking moonlighting. Is... <laughs> it's like Mario, yeah, like he's a plumber and a fucking doctor. Why is that so hard to believe? <laughs> yeah, um, apparently, uh, again, this surprise comes from someone on Reddit. Um, uh, he has a similar moveset to Mario and Luigi, but while Luigi is lighter and floatier in comparison to Mario, Dr. Mario is a heavier, harder-hitting alternative Dr. Mario's hair is also lighter than Mario's, taking on a most, uh, almost blonder or more auburn tint to the plumber's darker brown hair. Uh, Mario also seems more athletic than Dr. Mario, as he is faster and can wall jump, at, whereas the doctor cannot. Wait, when do you play as Dr. Mario? This is the Smash Brothers thing. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. That. No, his lab coat is heavy. He's got sh- he's got like a stethoscope this- and shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the things so. all those pills are weighing him down. Yeah, exactly. Come to on. get people away from the fevers and the chills. Come on, man. Yeah, like come on. This is, this is no. This is not, no that, that's Mario. <laughs> it's fucking Mario. So okay, uh, now they're saying that there's someone else said that the the coins. This all comes from a mashable thing. Um, that coins are souls in Mario. Whoa. Because okay, what? so. The inhabitants of the Mushroom Kingdom are turned to bricks. That is true. You're always breaking and fucking killing 
What? Like, which is a weird thing. The mushroom game. This is a fact. What? How is that? A so fact? it happens. This is this is a game takes. This is a real thing. In Mario Brothers, the inhabitants of the Mushroom Kingdom are turned into bricks. Like they are the bricks you see around. Seriously? Yeah. Is that a theory? No, that's a fact, man. Who has said that? How is that I'm, a fucking fact? I'm pretty sure it's like in the Constitution. <laughs> oh, fireworks! Right. Fucking number four is just like yeah, bricks are people. This this comes back uh, to the companion cube. So, if there are coins inside the bricks, that it is the souls being harvested from them when Mario breaks them. Good God. That's... Is that too crazy? Not crazy enough? A little of both, honestly. Also, I actually like... Fuck, I like this one. Okay. Wario is a crazed Mario fan. Yes. I fucking like that one. Totally. One, yeah, I could. You just, you, I've never heard that. You just said that. And yes, hundred percent. So yeah, Mario is like famous now, and Wario is just like single white female him. Like he's yeah. he's red through Catcher in the Rye a few yeah. times. Yep, obviously. No, I I like that. I, I like that a lot. I think that's kind of cool. Um, okay, so hold on. Uh, just, just going back to the the Souls thing, I guess. Uh, let's talk about yeah, Bloodborne. Let's talk about Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, so, in Bloodborne, you have blood vials that you're using. Yep, let's we're going to do this one. I don't even know. <laughs> but we have to say, it's on the list. I know. So, Bloodborne players have been drinking menstrual blood the whole time. Totally. That's, I feel like, uh, 100% At first, I didn't want to believe that. And we had this discussion on Gchat earlier where you're just like, I thought this no, was obvious. And this, I was like, No! Is... <laughs> Like, this is what happens. True. I said that. You're like, I'm going to read on this. And then, like, 10 minutes later, you're like, all right, I think it is. <laughs> like, I think it's true. So, yeah. So, like, the whole thing about Bloodborne and, like, the whole story really does come down to, um, I, like, are, are, you're effectively, like, a, like almost aborting somebody, effectively, like, sort of? Like, yeah, you're, you're, so, like, the last boss is, like, it's not a the wet, wet nurse. That's the... That's yeah. One before, the, the same right, last, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, second to last or third to last, depending on which ending you get. Yeah. Uh, is yeah the wet nurse, which then you get the umbilical cord, and then when you eat all the umbilical cords, uh, <laughs> you get a third of an umbilical cord. You got to eat three of them. Um, there are four in the game. Uh, you'll get a different ending or whatnot. But yeah, like there is oh. so much in that game about birth and, and like. It... Go ahead. It all has to do with, yeah, like, with women and birth, and, like, I guess, like, and, yeah, like, there are women that give you blood vials. And they say that, like, like you get blood vials from a bunch of, like, there are women in the game that give you blood vials, and they're, uh, like, nuns of this one church, and that are said to be able to produce the blood, and then, but one of them doesn't give you any blood vials because of her age. Yes, and one apparently stops giving you to them when it's, like, indicated that she is probably pregnant. Right. So at first I was just like, too gross. I can't deal with that. This this can't be real. And then as I started reading through it, I was just like, oh, it's real. Yep. That's... 100%. I mean... Makes me not want to go back and play the game. Nightmare of Mensis yeah. is one letter with Nightmare of Menses. But no, but Mensis actually, isn't that the Latin word for 
menstrual? Yeah, yeah, but it's still one one letter off. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. It's shaped. It's uh, I-S in Bloodborne, E-S in Let. Ah, uh, okay. Wrong conjunction. It's the future perfect. <laughs> you never took Latin. <laughs> um, that one is gross as fuck, and it makes me a little bit sad and queasy that it's actually most likely. Really takes, I find it beautiful. You find drinking menstrual blood beautiful? <laughs> no, I just got a great attitude. I love, um, that, that's one of my favorite uh, kids in the hall things, where he's like, I've got a great attitude towards menstruation. Oh, God. Oh. I, I keep meaning to watch more. Like, I haven't seen Kids in the Hall in so many years. Last yeah. thing I watched was that Death Comes to Town or whatever. Oh, that wasn't good. No. Like, the first episode was okay, and then it just, like, kind of really dropped off after that. Um, okay, so before we go... Well, actually, all right. Well, before we go too much further, we should go back to the Bioshock thing. Because we mentioned that briefly, and then just kind of jumped over it. Oh, we... Okay. Um, okay, so Booker DeWitt and Andrew Ryan, not necessarily the same person, but are definitely connected. Uh, yeah, because I guess, like, timeline-wise, um, Booker would have been... He fought in the Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. No. He was a Pinkerton. So what Pinkerton. in the Civil War? Um... But he fought... Because, remember, he fought in something before. Yeah. But, all right, so... Um, the the Rapture, Bioshock, uh, the New Year's Eve party is, like, 56 or something like that, right? Yeah. And, that's and when I, everything goes down. That's when everything goes down. And I believe that... Oh god, yeah, maybe it's World War One, World War Two, something like that. Um, regardless, it is very much set up in Bioshock that uh, the these like what are they called again? The big daddies? No, 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 no. The things that only Andrew Ryan can control. Oh, the bathospheres. Yeah, the bathospheres can only be controlled by someone with the same genetic makeup as Andrew Ryan, which is why when you eventually uh, are able to use them, it turns out that you are in fact. Like, his son or something like that, right? Like, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, you... Uh, Elizabeth portals you into Rapture, and you just walk straight up, and you're able to use the bathosphere immediately. Well, that's why she brings... Well, that, that's part of the theory. That's why she brings you there, because you can... That you can actually go through it. Yeah, and also, I, I, on this Forbes article that, that says it, um, they say how little sisters might actually be fractured versions of Elizabeth. Yes. And Big Daddies are all condensed similar. into, uh, or like our songbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our version and, of songbirds, and Lutece is Tenenbaum. Yes, yeah. And, like, yeah, it is pretty much, it is telling a very similar story. Like, oh, yeah. Incredibly, it's not even like, oh, yeah, no, this, no, it, it feels like almost the exact same story, where you're, like, a, a similar person who is going to go and kill, um... Yeah, well, like you're just saying, um, you're going to go kill like a, a, a who happens to be like the evil overlord who you happen to also be kind of the same person as, um, being manipulated by the same people um, or, or people with similar agendas. Like the entire story of the two bio or if we ignore Bioshock two at least uh, of Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, uh, there are so many similarities between the two that it's it's actually kind of sounding okay. Booker DeWitt fought at wounded knee. Uh, That's right. So yes. So I guess timeline-wise, it's a little funky, but um. Yeah, but uh, but you know, multiple realities, multiple dimensions, multiple life yeah. forces. But uh, it, it, I mean, granted that like because of that, because of the multiverse thing, like. All of these theories work on this, yeah. Because like that—that's that, kind of the thing that Bioshock Infinite 
I think allows because it's like yeah sure yeah no totally you so want to believe that why not there's an infinite number of these things it's it works in that one right so yeah it works in that one I totally agree but but I also do feel like the fact that you are able to use the 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 bathosphere or whatever uh, is sort of saying that you are connected to Andrew Ryan in some way whether you are actually him in another dimension uh, or are just like some distant otherworldly relative of him I thought that was like that is part of the story. Yeah. That is what can, that is why that is another Bioshock game. That is why that has the name Bioshock. I I, I think absolutely. Like I that's that's kinda how I Yeah. Got it. When, yeah, that's when how I it, but... when I play through it, yeah. Um, okay, so one of my favorite theories of all time uh, is the Final Fantasy Eight theory. And I, I think I read this for the first time like maybe two or three years ago. Final Fantasy Eight Probably my favorite Final Fantasy game um, of all time. And the theory is is that Squall, your main character, dies at the end of the first disc. And then the rest of the game is sort of like this crazy uh, Vanilla Sky-esque dream sequence. It, it, it's Jacob's Ladder is yeah. really what it is. Yeah, yeah, totally. But except everything is going really well for him, right? Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, touche, yeah. Um... And so, like, and that is kind of, like, it is his dying, like, you are in the infinite space of his dying seconds where he's just, like, imagining everything as perfect as possible uh, for the next, like, two discs. I forget how many discs. Uh, eight discs. God, I think it's five, actually. Is it five? I think so. It's a lot. It, I mean, it was a, it was a lot, yeah. Also, um, a lot of cinematics in that one, too. A lot of cinematics in that one. A lot of cinematics in that one. Um, but, yeah, you are... From the very end of the first disc, where uh, you are, uh, you you attack uh, like this, like an evil, like I think what is like Adia or something like that, Edna, or I don't remember what her name is, but you go to confront her at like a parade where she's on like a float. Um, She fucking shoots you with a giant icicle, and you fall off. Uh, You you are impaled by this icicle. You fall down into like this deep pit, and then disc one ends and then you pick up disc two and you were just sort of like you just wake up and your first lines are just like wait my arm what happened my wounds they aren't there and then you just kind of go through it and the whole first uh part of, of final fantasy VIII kind of sets up like relationships with the characters and um god i can't remember what the, the name of the, the female protagonist is I don't know either, but there's one about her too. Yeah, but it's like, but like she, like there's like a big dance sequence where you are. It's obviously your love interest, but she has no interest in you. And then after that first part, she's like almost completely obsessed with you. And it really seems like the dying dream of a man, where like here's everything going perfectly right for me, up until the very last cinematic, where during the cinematic, after you've finally beat this boss, you are seeing flashes. Of the game from the very first cinematic, as though these are like the last things that you saw. Yeah, uh, and also there's like pictures of you with like no face. I don't know. I, don't, I can't explain that. <laughs> That's just weird. It's <laughs> just some weird shit that happens. Those pictures still haunt me. I'm not gonna lie. Those images yeah. still haunt the fuck out of me. Those are creepy as shit. Um, but I don't know. I, I do think that there is actually something to that whole theory. And I don't know if it's actually that's what the game was supposed to be, or like, man, our development cycle really fucked us. We don't have the budget to, to like finish this, so we're just gonna fuck over like a bunch of other stuff, and like we just gotta blow past some stuff, and maybe that's why people create the theory of it. 
but I, I do feel like that there is something to that theory. Yeah, totally. I, I think that there's absolutely like, I, I think there's like whether or not they'd ever confirm that or even like it was on purpose or right, anything. Right, right, it, yeah, it exactly. just it's one of the things that actually works out like perfectly. Yeah, and I would love to read like a development like postmortem about Final Fantasy VIII. I mean, like that—that's where like a lot of these things. Like, it's funny, like how much is looking too much into something, right. and I'm just maybe like being like, "Oh, people won't like this game if it turns out, you know, it is all a dream, or right. you know, it was all a fucking like flashing before someone's eyes right. at like, the end." Like, someone's just that, like, "I have this theory. This is like the story that I want to tell." And we have to do it in such a way that people won't see it because it would just be like you almost feel like it would be cheap, like it's yeah. a cheap gimmick in order to do the rest of it. Yeah, totally. Because I mean, like that's the one thing about like something the whole time being something else. Yeah, totally. Yeah, is a lot of times that can be a little bit of a cop out. Yeah, like the Mario Two thing. Yeah, like oh, it was all a dream. Then why did I bother? Yeah, exactly. And, and that is definitely something that a lot of people will feel. Uh, when when you're like even if you're watching a movie and it turns out like oh my god I've the, the, like like a Jacob's Ladder or whatever where like it turns out that most of the movie is a dream sequence and you just feel like then why the fuck was I watching this what like I want to see the story of this person as opposed to the story of this person as they're asleep like who gives a shit yeah. like and, and I totally get that um it, it does feel cheap and it, it feels like it's so easy to explain away things that way yeah absolutely um. Donkey Kong Country is anti-American propaganda. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff like that here. Like there's one I found uh, that was saying that Sonic the Hedgehog is uh, preaching environmentalism and liberal messages. I mean, is he not? I mean, I guess he's. It's kind of Pikmin as well, isn't it? Yeah, I guess you're like saving the world. Yeah, right. And you're saving all those animals. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. I don't know where the liberalism comes from, but I could definitely see the environmentalism isn't in it. I like there's one that says Super Mario Sunshine's plot makes no sense. <laughs> that's just true. That's just that's not a theory, man. That's not a theory at all. That's just straight up true. Uh, Meat Boy and Bandage Girl were created in the hospital. Really? And not in? Ah, uh, okay, that's interesting. From Doctor Fetus. Fetus. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't. Oh, that's also another really good speedrun is the uh, the Super Meat Boy speedrun. I bet, yeah. That, that's People great. Probably. It's like 39 minutes. And it's like and it's like 85 stages, including like the 85 dark stages, and then like defeating Dark, Dr. Fetus, and then Dr., uh, Dark Dr. Fetus. It's crazy. Oh, shit. It's, you watch How? that, and you watch someone do it, and you're just like, man, I had so much trouble with this game. Alright, they're like, what if Pokemon Go was created to make a 3D version of our world similar to Google Street View, using your camera? No, that's what Google Street View is. Yeah. That's literally Google Street Review was created. Like, that's what Google's been doing. It's not Pokemon Go. Google's... Been, newsflash! Google's been doing this shit for the last ten years, at least. <laughs> they didn't yeah. get a game to do it. They've been fucking doing it without your knowledge. I'm sorry to tell you. Hey, you know those cars that drive by? Yeah, that's what it's fucking doing. That's literally the point of it. Uh, alright, Tiggs, uh, let's, let's get a couple more in here yeah, and, and take more. this home. Totally. Uh, do you have any favorites? Um, I mean, personally, like I said, like, I, um... That we haven't talked about. I mean. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to, 
to think that we haven't talked about. I kind of covered some of my favorites. Um, there's nothing like like some of these are like the 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 Kirby is post apocalyptic Earth Earth thing. I think is kind of weird. Uh, I'm not super into that one. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's okay. It. I get it. I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Um, Silent Hill Two. That's a good one. I don't understand the Skyrim's bug jars thing. I don't get that at all. Maybe I just need to play more Skyrim. Uh, but I do like one theory that I do like. Sorry, and I just asked you a question and completely hijacked it. I, I had nothing, so I'm so glad you're doing this. Okay, uh, is that uh, that the Legend of Zelda is just the same story of Link but retold by different people or like different cultures? Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. I, I like I like that because again, that game is basically the same the entire time. Oh, they're all variations on a theme, like, and and even. You know, kind of the connecting them. There's like the Twilight made the Majora's Mask mask. Yeah, that I don't even know because I didn't ever finish Twilight Princess. But uh, well, apparently, there's this... like lines of dialogue in it that they're just like, we created a mask and then gave it to somebody, and you're just like, thanks. And then when you get the mask in Majora's Mask, they're like, um, you know, it was made by an ancient tribe and it was okay. made in shadows. That makes sense. And Midna and all those people have a shadow world. And then there's the the theory of that Majora's Mask is actually Link is dead the entire time. Well, no, it's dead. I actually like this one. Fuck it, this one's pretty good. The five stages of grief one. Yeah, yeah. I was, I just, I just like breezed past that one. But uh, that's that, because like, the... Navi's dead, right? And he's yeah. dealing with Navi's death. That's great. Right, like that's pretty awesome. Like that's a good the first to... one. Everyone like there's the the the, the fucking moon is coming down and everyone's pretending it's not happening. Go about their life. Yeah. Uh, then they're angry at the little monkey guy. Yeah. Uh, then they're, like, trying to bargain. Like, there's the guy that's, like, trying to... Or, they're mad. That, that was the one. And they're trying to, like, the one guy's trying to make you do magic things to, like, get him stuff and all that. And I then finally, the last one, you're, like, you're like not using a mask and you're just kind of go Like, I like that. I like that one a lot, too. Uh, I think that's a really cool one. Um, uh, there's... So there, there's a couple on Limbo. Well, I guess a specific. I was about to say, yeah, we should we should actually go to Limbo the way we said so earlier. We talked about it we're earlier. really gonna come. Back. There's someone out there that's like, oh, they're gonna get to Limbo soon. I know it. <laughs> so there are two different theories on Limbo that that I, that I was reading. Um, yeah, yeah. So one of them is that you are actually the villain of the game. Yeah, the spider is protecting the world, and that's why he keeps coming after you, and that's why the little kids. Run away from you. And I think that's bullshit, because anything protected by a spider is worth destroying. <laughs> yeah. What good thing is yeah. protected by a spider? I can't think of one! In all honesty, no, like, I don't... I, I think that that's a cool theory until you get to the end of the game, and then you're just like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure this kid died in a car crash. And, it, it, and that's why the second theory I do like. Yes, that, that he is just... It's repeating endlessly. That thing yeah, just that... keeps going back and having to do this whole thing over and over again. Well, that's why it's actually limbo in that right. one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that one makes way more fucking sense. <laughs> it kind of uh, goes with the title of the game there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that is, yeah, again, like the whole you're a villain thing, like I don't buy it. Um, I think that, yeah, you are just trying to get through this whole thing. And uh, like, especially how the game ends, where it is you once you finally figure out that final gravity puzzle and it's like you literally flying through a windshield, um, I think that that all makes sense. And to just have you end at like the beginning of the game 
really does. Uh, like, I think that's an interesting way to show, like, a game mechanic uh, type of thing where it's like, well, you just cause you can replay this game endlessly as much as you want. You can just keep going through it, but also to be uh, very subtle storytelling. Uh, and I think that's done really well. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get through uh, some other ones. Uh, or I'm, I'm just looking through some other ones. If you've got anything else, uh, Harley Quinn is pregnant. Oh, that was... Yeah, a lot of these don't seem to be too great towards women because we get the Harley Quinn is, is pregnant and Batman gives her a miscarriage. Yeah. But apparently... Ooh, don't but, know if I like that one. But apparently that is actually... Like, that doesn't seem to be very much theory and is, like, supported. <laughs> well, because there's a, pre- a positive pregnancy test. Yeah, and, like, the first thing you do in that game is, like, punch her in the gut? Oh, uh, don't, like... Like, yeah, like, and also that you, in Mother... Are giving it all time like that's how you defeat the uh, oh, the final boss is, is giving it an abortion. So I thought that made sense, uh, but I actually think the developers come out and been like, "No, are you kidding?" <laughs> like I'm pretty sure the developer actually came out and like debunked that whole theory. <laughs> um, thank God, but no, uh, I, I think that that is uh, I I don't know. Like I do actually think that that one whole that 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 original theory of like you having to go back in time to destroy the fetus of the giant creature that is coming to kill the whole human race actually kind of made sense in that game. It, 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 it kind of does. Uh, if I had finished Max Payne 3... that one, I, I actually just saw that one, and I was like, oh man, I got... I, I remember like I remember going back a year ago and being like, I'm actually going to finally finish this. I'm on the second disc. Why not? Yeah. Nope. Same thing with me. Uh, but that the ex-cop is a figment of Max Payne's imagination. Honestly, I would totally buy that just because Max Payne is a horrible drunk in that game and that it would just make sense. And that guy just loves pills! That's kind of his jam. Yeah, exactly. It's not, yeah, it's like, whatever, man. We all love pills. It's cool. <laughs> I'll, hey, this one Flintstone vitamins he's popping, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, so, alright, so of all the fan theories, again, I do, maybe, I mean, again, I, I do love Final Fantasy VIII. As a game in general, I, th- I think I, that one. I think that is my favorite in general. But do you have uh, what is your overall favorite theory? I that- I really like the. I mean, again, like Bioshock. I feel like that's part of the game. I, I totally agree with you. Like, I like the Majora's Mask one a lot. I, I think, think that's that a great adds one. That a lot great. of depth to a game that is like, let's be honest, was like a little rushed. Yeah. And that is one that I never, I never saw until we decided to do this podcast. Like I, I hadn't heard that theory before, and that's really cool. Um, I, I mean, like what, like some of these again, like some things are like just too crazy. Like the Minecraft one. Do you see, like the Minecraft, like the world is the sun. Yeah, it's of like the universe. There's something weird about how like the stars never move, but the Earth is supposed to be revolving around the sun and the moon, and like, it was just too, too much. Yeah, I think you're just like, guys, it was made in, like, AutoCAD. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much we can do, guys. Sorry. Like, I think that that's that's what the theory is. The theory is, how did you make a fucking game that's, like, made a bajillion dollars that's all that... I, I think the only one to go out on, Tiggs. Yes. The Animal Crossing is a child-abducting cult. I didn't want to bring this one up because it just sounded so fucking crazy. It's dark. Let's go on. You know what? Let's go on another dark note. Wait, hold <laughs> on. Before we go there, Scarlett Johansson fan theory, Lucy is a prequel to her. Oh, God. That's right. Of course, fucking crack.com. Like, that's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Doesn't Michael, Michael J. Nelson write for them? Or did he at I don't... point? I, thought, I think he used to. 
So, as an aside, going in, it, like, um, went to a, um, a comic show at Videology uh, on Friday, which is like, you know, it's a it's like a movie a bar. Where they project, yeah, movies. Yeah, and like, so like the, the the show is that one like fuck this movie where like comedians go up and like they say why they like don't like a popular movie. Okay. Um, and one person did Toy Story. This one comedian, and she was doing a bit like. What? Like the whole I don't time. Even no. give a she, shit she, if you're doing a bit. Toy Story is awesome. Toy Story is so awesome. But no, it was a bad. Like she was trying to do a character doing it. It didn't really go over well. But then someone tried rebu- like refuting what she was saying by like bringing up like dumb fan theories, and it was like so cringy. Here, like this like kind of drug like uh like hipster nerdy guy being like, well, actually, if you think about the age of like, it was like uh. It was like trying to say this thing to someone that's doing a character that was like fairly miserably. It just was like embarrassment on top of yeah. Like she's already feel like yeah. When you're when you're up there, and I'm sure that she had like this whole bit planned out, and you're just like not getting laughs. You no. you just feel like shit up there. Oh yeah. And then to have somebody be like, uh, you know, you know, if you really look at the timeline, be like, dude, they just let it go. Bad enough. They let's feel all... bad enough. Let's all move on. Yeah. Like, I was like, um, Mistake one, fucking making fun of Toy Story. Mistake two. Right, like, no, it was a bad, like, it, it was a bad, like, I, I can appreciate some, some good satire. Sure, totally. But man, like, it was not like, it was like, I don't know. I've never it, seen any of those things in video. I, I've been to Videology, like, only once or twice. I forget what I saw there. Usually, usually oh. this comedy show is great. Like, actually, um, one of the guys that used to do uh, Scatter Prom... That like went on to write for John Oliver, like um, we had someone that goes to what? <laughs> that one of the Brandeis guys oh, that came okay. in. He writes for John Oliver now, and he did that show, <laughs> and he recognized. Me. He was like, "Oh, I see it at your guys' place and did your show." <laughs> Everyone's more successful than we became. Oh yeah. Um, so but he, he did a he did one on like I think like the Social Network. And actually, like, had legitimately things to, like, make fun of about it, That's and cool. did it, like, very well. That's cool. Um, there are things yeah, to so that... about the movie. Oh, totally. And, uh, it's doing a horrible job explaining this. It's usually a very funny show. Um... Nice. Well done. That was a good explanation at the end there. You yeah. Nailed it. But anyway, so this fan theory, yes. as we started talking about ten minutes ago, guys, we've only been here three hours. I think the real problem is, the real theory is, why can't a group podcast... <laughs> fucking allow us to do anything else with our night oh my god I'm so hungry <laughs> I'm so guy. I wanted my plan was to get a burrito I'm not anymore I'm just scratching together what I have I've but you gotta go get those Pokemon I, I, I don't even care tonight I've got I've got I've got fake ham in the, in the fridge that's pretty good too I'm gonna make a fake I'm ham sandwich what the fuck is still open and just like god I really hope that there is some Indian place open right now so I can order some sock paneer. That sounds good. Yeah. I might want maybe some uh, vegetable vindaloo's in my... Ooh, vegetable vindaloo's good. I, do, I also just want some Papa John's and some naan. Wait, imagine if Papa John's had naan? No, uh, Papa Dom's. Oh, Papa Dom's. I thought you said Papa John's and naan. <laughs> like, now Dude, we're okay, if Papa John's had naan and I could put that fucking amazing butter... Garlic sauce on it. <laughs> this fucking that's world ending right there. Fan theory right now. World ends when Papa John's starts serving Indian food. 
Dude, I gotta, like, I gotta go check if Calcutta's got like a Papa John's. <laughs> oh my god, that would be. Uh... All right, fan theory. Come on, yeah. What, what's this last one? Okay, so Animal Crossing. Yes. You are going to live in a village, uh, driven by a creature named Cap'n, who is based off perhaps Kappa, a mythog- mythological Japanese creature that kidnaps children. And uh, he apparently, like. He starts saying um, things that are kind of creepy. I don't remember off offhand. Okay. Um, but yeah, like you're forced to work and to work your way through. That's true. Um, having like a nice place to live and all that, and you already have a debt going into this place that it's unclear whether or not you want to go there. Um, and you're reliant on them for everything. And uh, they're saying that like people in animal costumes that are just kidnapping you and part of a crazy cult. Oh, so fucking dark. Um, and they never let you escape or uh, talk about the normal world. That is so fucking dark. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to think of Animal Crossing that and way. You, and, 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 by, and grind your submission by make you repeat the same task over and over again. That is kind of true. Yeah, well, that, that, yeah, that is 100% true. Oh, Tom Nook, what are you doing? He's he's a bad man, I guess. He's a bad fucking man. Uh, Tiggs, I think we've covered every single... I think we've covered everything that we can at this point. There's too many, guys. There's there's, there's too many. As long as something keeps going out there. Like, I guarantee you right now, there's someone that's like, uh, this stick in Far Cry Primal was seen later in Blood Dragon. Oh, totally. 100%. Therefore... There was the there's the theory that all the Ubisoft games take place in the same universe as well. Which you know what? That's, There's a lot of fucking towers in those games. I believe that's it. yeah, very true. Alex, where can you find us? Shortwavegaming.com. You can find us on Twitter at shortwavegaming. Uh, Twitch.tv/shortwavegaming. Uh, you can find us on uh, iTunes. Oh god, I have to check the email address. But you can find us on iTunes by searching for uh, Greek Podcast. Yeah, you can write us there. And email is griefpodcast at gmail.com. Tiggs, how was my Dropbox doing? <laughs> it was canceled. <laughs> I got the email before that, that, that Dropbox account has been canceled. Um, and we have no new emails, but we have a bunch of Dell promotional emails, uh, which I will delete all of right now. Uh, awesome. No new what? emails. Uh, Alex, thank you for being here with me. Everybody, go buy some more paper towels. And we will see you next time on the Big Podcast.